Alright, what's good, what's good? Welcome to the Road Podcast, Reflections of a DJ. Um, I'm your host, DJ Crooked. We got my man DJ Never. Yo, what up? DJ D Miles. What up, what up? Jamie the Great. Yeah. Yo, we got a special, special, special guest today. Uh, yo, I grew up listening to Brand Nubian. Cool. Uh, and one of, I would say one of the most distinctive voices in hip-hop. Definitely one of the the, the illest voices in hip hop history, I would say. Appreciate, appreciate, yeah, yeah. definitely, man. And then we definitely. got the man behind the scenes with all the stories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Yeah, we mm-hmm. got a uh, Sadat X and Mark the Spark in the building. Yo, yo, what's good? Yo, yo. What's good? We here. We here, you fellas. Welcome. So first off, One for All was like such an important album for me. I think I just started high school when it came out, and it like changed my life to 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 the degree where. I even stopped eating pork mm. after I said <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. And you're Korean. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was hard, boy. That was, that was hard. That was hard. I was Korean. Uh-huh. I was just like Korean and like there would be like around my block. It was like Puerto Ricans that stopped eating. We all stopped eating uh-huh. pork. We were just like, we don't know what 5% is, but we, you know, we mm-hmm. fucked with this shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was, I would say one of my, one of my top favorite hip hop albums in the 90s, man. It, Thank you. I just, I, it was like my soundtrack that, to my whole childhood like my whole teenage years and you know to this day uh i swear it's it's, it's up there with probably like appreciate my top 10 to top 20 10 albums yeah, of all time for, for appreciate, real. appreciate yeah. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um never two we're, we're both from new york he's from the bronx and from manhattan okay uh i want to talk about i guess uh i don't know man i, I guess at that time you were like you know I, I said you were the most distinctive voice well, 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 it's, it's yeah. bugged out, man, because I how it first even jumped off from the rip yeah. is uh, I, I was born in the Bronx, and uh-huh. then I moved up to New Rochelle, yeah. and I uh, started going to school in New Rochelle, and this was like, New Rochelle, you got to understand, is, is kind of right on the border of the Bronx, mm-hmm. Bronx, Mount Vernon. I was, yeah, yeah. I was telling them that. Yeah. It's just like right next yeah, to it's, each it's, other. It's right next. Like, That's for, why I consider it the Bronx also. Basically, it used to be. Yeah. Mount Vernon used to be a part of the Bronx. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, what, from Stud Building to New Rochelle, you can see Co-op City. So okay. what it was, we moved up to Stud New Doogie? Yeah, Stud yeah, Doogie. Stud Doogie. Doogie. We moved, I moved up to New Rochelle, and um, around that time, Hip hop was first coming out. Like you had your first hip hop King Tim the Third or the Breaks, them records. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, my pops being my pops was from Harlem. My pops from Lincoln Projects in Harlem. He um he bought me a little DJ setup. So I used to practice DJing before I was even thinking about rapping. I was just practicing DJing and, you know, messing up his turntables and him getting mad at me. And um going into like middle school early middle school. See, Poobah got a couple of years on us. Mm-hmm. So Poobah was a little bit older than us. And uh, he would go, He, you know, it would be local crews in town. And Poobah was like like the local the rapper. Dog. Like he was the local top dog. Mm-hmm. Anything going through rap or anything through Nourishelle was going through him. So uh, as we go, we progressed a couple of years, Poobah was in a couple of groups. And, master, uh, master Ceremony. Master Ceremony. Right? Yeah. Uh, even before that, he had a group called the Trey Bag MCs. Uh, <laughs> The Rockaloids, you know what I'm saying? So, but this is all in now rule, right? Yeah, this is right in the, right in Nourishell, right Nourishell, mm-hmm. Nourishell, Mount Vernon. A love, a love hate rivalry, right, Nourishell and Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon had the Herculoids. Yeah, Mount Vernon had the Herculoids. <laughs> <laughs> Nourishell had something else. So, but I didn't, I didn't know that there was there was. Oh, like little oh, that's amazing for years. I was one of the few people that could go. Yeah, to yeah, like me, and I was one of the ones that could go back Vernon. and forth to Mount Vernon. 
A major beef. Major <laughs> beef. Dudes get jumped what, left and right. Really? Just at the high school, dudes got shot in the head. That yeah, yeah, shot somebody in the head. Like just I don't know, just like being too close to each other. You know, like but going to Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon dudes come mess with New Rochelle girls. New Rochelle dudes go to Mount Vernon mess with Mount <laughs> Vernon girls. So from there, but it was a, it was a a packet of maybe about fifty dudes that had passes to travel everywhere. Like Puff and Groovy yeah. Lou mm-hmm. and all them. So from like for, for like motherfuckers who who are not from New York. So like if you go to Manhattan, you got Harlem, right, Harlem, yeah, Washington right. Heights, Polo Grounds. Yeah, right. Then you go across the bridge, you go to the Bronx. Right. And if you go even further uptown, you hit uh, New Rochelle, New Rochelle and then Mount Vernon, Vernon. Vernon. Yonkers. Yeah. And Yonkers. Then Yonkers is yeah. last, right? Yeah. Nah, Yonkers no. is right there, but it's yeah. west. Yeah. White Plains would be a little more. White yeah. Plains, White Spring Plains Valley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yonkers is just yeah. west. It's yeah. right on the water. Yeah. yeah. Right uh-huh. the yep. So like it, it would come from there. Then I, I, we start doing like little rhyming in New Rochelle. Like they have like little shows. And I would rhyme. I had my little crew. It would probably be like me, Spark, Alamo. Uh, my, my man Wiz, bless the dead. My man Murdoch. Like we have our, we we go over there, smoke some weed, so DJ, make Mark, a mixtape. You, you guys were from the same block or what? But we went to school together. We went to high ball. school. Mm-hmm. We went to high school. And Allie, I met Allie in the eighth grade playing basketball. And see, with, with Alamo, I got baby pictures with Alamo. My yeah. father grew up with Alamo's father. My my Alamo's grandmother grew up with my grandmother. So I, I but before I knew anybody myself, I knew Alamo. I got baby, literal, literally baby pictures with Alamo. So, like, we would all be together. And then Lord Jamal would be on his side of town. Like, we we really didn't go on that side of town right. too much. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it wasn't really nothing for us to do on that side of town. <laughs> but, you know, like, they, they, would, they had this place, the library. That was a common meeting place yeah. of, like, aspiring rappers back then. So, you know, you go over there, practice your, your craft. And um, Pooba got wind of it. And, and what would happen is... Like Pooba might get a session, and he and and he was trying to produce myself and Jamal, and he'd get a late night session. It might be like <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, and he'd be like, "Yo, listen, I got a session, Jazzy J, studio. Jazzy J Studio, Allerton Avenue, the Bronx." So, Pooba was making beats at the time too. Yeah, Pooba was doing everything. See, Pooba, we're gonna get into it. Pooba has been the ultimate hustler yeah. for a long, 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 long time in rap, um, but. Like, he was producing myself and Jamal. Like, we might go to the studio, Jamal get three hours to do what he do, I get three hours to do what I do. Produced by Pooba. And really but how... Did, did he try to make you into a group? No. no. See, the thing is, one day we was in, in Jazzy J's studio. And, you know, Jazzy was like, instead of all y'all doing this, why don't y'all try to make a song together? He gave us a beat called, it was a James Brown beat, Ain't Going Out Like That. And then we, we, yeah. we, we did that song. And, you know, being at Pooba, I had the contacts already being on a label with Masters of Ceremony. Mm-hmm. He took it downtown to Dante Ross. Dante Ross was at Tommy Boy at the time. Tommy Boy Records. He was like, hold on. You know, I, I like Pooba. Because Poo- he would have gave Pooba a solo deal. Mm-hmm. But Pooba was like, nah, I'm going to bring my people into the fold. So he brought us down. And, like, six months later, you know, we well, Why, why we didn't he do the solo deal? Did I, he- to this day, I don't know. Cause he could have. He could have. Yeah. He could have. He could have just said, "I'm going to do the solo deal, and and I'll deal with them afterwards." But you know, he he brought us into the fold. It, was it because maybe he heard the sound y'all created with all the three different voices, and he just still thought like, "Yo, this is money right here." It could have like, been. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. I, 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 it, it could have been. Or it could. He could have. Like I said, he could have went on his own, but he chose to bring us in. You know, like see, that's why a lot of people don't understand. Like it, it happened so fast. Like, you know, like, usually you get groups, and they be like, yo, we've been grinding together for five years or six years yeah, to get right. a deal. We had a deal within six years. We were all solo artists. Yeah, X was with, 
doing his own thing. Yeah, and, I, uh, speed doing. Yeah, they was the chosen few. Yeah, I was. I was with my. They had partner. a jam called "This Is the Raw." Yeah, <laughs> and the only reason we probably didn't proceed is because my partner kept going back and forth to jail. jail. Yeah. So um, wasn't you playing ball at the time? Yes, in college. I was doing playing, all that. <laughs> I, I I did. I played. Me and him played. We was in the backcourt, Salesian High School. Uh. I, I, at first, I went to Northeast Louisiana, lasted down there about two weeks. <laughs> came came to Howard, lasted at Howard a half a semester. Uh -huh. and, what happened? And, what and happened? You just into a lot of shit. Well, well, see, when I got to DC, <laughs> it was in That's the height. Crack. <laughs> it was in the height of the, of the crack wars. So when I got to, and, and I had oh, family shit. in DC. And my dorm was right on Georgia Avenue. The first night I got to DC, I went to the black hole. I seen Chuck. But when I was in when I was in DC. Just Ison was coming down here. Alpo, uh, oh, wow. Dimencio, oh, a lot of dudes from New York was was coming back and forth down there. So you know, um, I would, I, you know, since I was down there, I was from New York. I messed with them for a little while. Come back where I'm gonna tell you what really fucked me up. Oh, I mean the curse. No, well, no, you no, curse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. What really fucked me up is like <laughs> I didn't know how to read the school schedule. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I had a Tuesday class, then a say, then a Thursday class. Somehow I had missed that up. Well, I missed the whole semester of Thursday classes. You know what I'm saying? Where at that point I was fucked up. I was going. The liquor store was right across the street. I was in the athletic dorm though. I was in Cook Hall, and uh, they wanted me to red shirt. That's what really messed me up. That red shirt, yeah, because I couldn't play. I could practice, but I couldn't play. And I was at first the season started. I was in practice. Then towards the end, I wasn't in practice. <laughs> I was running around in D.C. And you know them, them D.C. chicks, boy, woo-wee. Oh, red bones, yeah. red bones combined with Chuck. It was it, it was it was a wild thing down here. DC got some of the most beautiful like oh, yes. rainbow yeah. black women. Oh yes, Jesus. And Christ. then my aunts and them lived in DC, so they were bringing me food. I didn't have to do nothing, and I just I just blew that. Then <laughs> <laughs> then somehow wound up in Delaware State University, Delaware State oh. College. Then oh shit, and uh, wound up there. Running around with my man Duval from Brooklyn there. Then it was that. another guy Illegal. coming down from a uh, uh, in, in big botch. Another, if you look, that's what. If you ever listen to Kane records, Daddy Kane. he always give a shout out to Big Botch. Big Botch was major figure in the, in that world back then. Slinging that thing. and then messing with Botch, and then Shit, such a small world. Yeah, then, oh, then, yeah, then all of a sudden I was just back up top. Damn man, word up. <laughs> so then, <laughs> when you when you got back after all the school shit, is that when you just started going to the studio more and doing all that? At, now, see, now at one point I was going to the studio and I was trying to do a little hustling. Me and my cousin Tone. <laughs> we was trying to do a little hustling. We was at a, and you know that that route back then. See, that was before police really knew. You had a you had an Amtrak route. That Amtrak route stopped at the Newark station. It stopped in Philadelphia. It stopped at Wilmington, Delaware. It stopped at Pennsylvania, uh, Philadelphia. It stopped at uh one of them. It stopped at uh Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, Baltimore, Baltimore, and then DC. DC. Then you get into Richmond and these little places. So I would be on that route, and you wouldn't see nothing on that train but young dudes with backpacks, <laughs> just with backpacks. And that's what that's when police. At first, it was good. You had about a two year run for that, but then police start getting hip to that. They start being like, "Yo, everybody's traveling. Everybody got a backpack. Nobody got no real bags." They start bringing them dogs on the train. Everyone was always going to Virginia, right? Virginia, oh, yeah. open land. Virginia was an open land. What was what was what was the shit in Virginia that was just like? Well, because you had crackheads that had jobs. You had crackheads that job oh. weekends, and, and then in Virginia you could double up what you was bringing yeah. down there. Whatever you were selling for New York, you could damn near double and triple fast and come right back. 
and go right back again. Because I remember I used to I used to mess with these these Harlem dudes who were starting a, oh, yeah. a record label. Yeah, and they would they would have us come to Virginia all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why the fuck are we coming to Virginia? I was mad young. Was that I was like, yeah. like a main town in Virginia that we came to that I can safely say dudes blew up Martinsville, Virginia. Martinsville, Virginia. That was a that was a New Rochelle. To Martinsville, Virginia pipeline. We lost one of our My soldiers in P. that. My man Mike P lost him down there, but that was a pipeline. And I remember at one point, Pooh and them was like, "Yo, what you gonna do? You gonna do this rap shit, or you gonna do that?" <laughs> For real, that's that's what they said. They was like, "Yo, I was in the Bronx, Cortland Avenue, uh, Carlton Hines, Boy, the Boy George, the the Boy George, Boy George, Puerto Rico." So that was a main thing. So it was like, "What you gonna do? You know, you gonna do the rap thing? You gonna do this?" You gonna play ball? I was I was trying to do everything, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, we was putting it to the ball, and then Pooh he was like Joe. He did a little Joe Jackson on us for a little while. He was Joe Jackson, and I, <laughs> you know. The first video, I didn't want to dance and feel so good. And I remember we was in the basement practicing. He was like, "If you want to be big, man, this is what you better do." <laughs> so Joe Jackson me on that, you know. He Joe Jackson me. So. Well, I, I was I was talking to Never about this before the whole Afrin. Like Afrocentric, yeah. The theme and the, and the album cover, and then the feel so good video, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It kind of went out the window, right? Yeah. Like afterwards, and I, mean, I, I was wondering if was the label <laughs> made y'all do that, or <laughs> if it was like you know. Now, well, see, at that t at that point of time, you had to look at that era. That era, yeah. You had a lot of, but besides the rap, you had a lot of movies coming out. Uh, Spike Lee do the right thing, right? Uh, it was a, it was a it was a public enemy had their stuff yeah, yeah. fight the power. I mean, even like mm -hmm. tropical quest, jungle yeah, right. brothers. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. You had I mean, the X Clan. You right. had the X Clan. Right. X -Clan. Yeah. You had the situation, uh, the Crown Heights situation when, no, the, I, when the kid got ran just, over yeah. by the Jews. You said right? Howard Beach with, with my man. But I yeah. just thought, like after that, I mean, you guys were like pretty fly. Like after that, right. and you didn't like stick with it. Literally, like the next video, like the when you dropped album. the wake yeah. up video. That's when y'all like. Um, stop doing the Afrocentric. Yeah. Well, the thing. feels it was a, a little time gap yeah. in between that. Yeah, because they did the feel so good video, but then it was like it a year. Yeah, slow down a year yeah, later. My, a year later because of the label. It was, see, yeah, mm -hmm. it took slow. Like now, but like you, if it had been labels now, that might but even not the have artwork was still real Afrocentric. Right. Yeah. yeah. So was it just old art, like old ph photographs and stuff, or? See, yeah, we did that. I wanted to push house. Yeah, we did that at the Africa. Right and, and see what it was is after that. Like I guess me and Jamal for the for the uh, In God We Trust album went to a lot of the five percent stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that went that way. Pooh went to to the basically the three sixty what's the four one one R and B type of side. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's where I guess a lot of the original artwork. Because I remember in one of them videos we got or pictures, you'll see Pooh with a big what was that a big wooden Malcolm X head mm -hmm. or Martin Luther King head? Where I remember for the, for the video that he used it, he had to have that. We looked literally all over Brooklyn for that for that wooden Martin Luther King head. So like that's what like it was that era, you know. You yeah, had, I remember. I remember. Mm -hmm. I mean, like even growing up, like you know, all, it, the school I went to Manhattan Country School, which was like uh, interracial school. They they wanted to like have mixed races and everything. Like Martin Luther King was like it's like a hero back yeah. then, man. It was like even for me, like. That was an iconic thing. Like we all wanted to read the Malcolm X. Alex Haley was like, mm. like the, the 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 writer that we all wanted to like read about. Native mm. Son and and Black Boy and all that stuff. But I always thought it was 
when I saw the when I saw the one for all, it was yeah. Afrocentric, and then you, the theme of the album was obviously very like Afrocentric and everything mm-hmm. like that. But you guys were like really stylish afterwards, yeah. and I was like, damn, were they always getting forced to do that? Well, shit, Jay you know? kind of still yeah. was still mm-hmm. keeping with that, but then on In God We Trust album because we was in Cali a lot. Yeah. He, Started dressing like the Cali. Dude. And then also, you got to understand, we came from an element, the 5% yeah, nation. 5% yeah, yeah, yeah. The, five, the guards. First of all, if you look at, at famous teams, street teams throughout history, the Supreme team. Right. Supreme and all them dudes from Queens who was husband, they was all guards. Yeah, they was all East New York, Kendu and all them dudes, they was the guards. The guards was always fly. The guards was, to, to, to let people know. Feli suits. The guards the was the element that Malcolm couldn't reach. See, it was an element of people in the street. Like, the Muslims refined themselves. They went and got brothers that didn't smoke no more, didn't drink. Where Clarence 13X, he went out. He was like, well, yo, y'all getting these brothers. It's still some brothers in the street that when Malcolm and them used to come around, they'd be like, well, I'm going to still blow my trees and I'm going to still drink. But why can't I be down with something? Those are who Clarence 13X went and got. He went and got that element of the street. Like, all right. Maybe these dudes ain't gonna drink. I can't. I can't get them to stop drinking and smoking. But I can get them to know the knowledge of themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, unfortunately, if you look through a lot of the history of New York and street shit, a lot of the guards you hit, unique Mecca Audio, those was all guards. But they all dibbled and dabbled in the streets. They, and they was always fly, always fly. So maybe that's where that element went on that side. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? So. How did you get from Feel So Good to The One For All? And the name Brand Nubian, like, where did that come from? All right, well, Feel So Good actually was probably one of the first songs we made. Mm-hmm. We made Feel So Good, and they put out the video, and then we made the album. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't like we had an album out, and we picked that one to put out first. And was Dante Ross behind behind? Yeah, yeah Dante was behind us the whole way. You wanted to ask. Where no, but how did you hook up with Dante? Well, basically, we hooked up with Dante. Pooba, Dante was always a fan of Pooba, mm-hmm. always a fan of Masters of Ceremony. So he reached out to oh, Pooba okay. and got Pooba into the fold. Mm-hmm. And Dante went, left Tommy Boy. Yeah, and he was going to make him head of A and R Electra. Yeah. Then he got them leaders. Was y'all the yeah, first Pete group signed to Electro? Do him? No, I'm. I'm, I'm or was it Pivak? No, we signed before Pete, Pete Rock. Okay, yeah. But it was right around the same time. So I think we were the first yeah. signed under him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So then, all right, so then Feel So Good, you guys got a good response from that? Yeah. And then you just started recording we, we, uh, we, One we, Fall? We started recording the album, One Fall. What was the first tracks y'all recorded? Shit. Uh, I can't even remember the first tracks we recorded. But what I do remember is that. A lot of times we would have late night sessions, yeah. Yeah. you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, like, sometimes we get a ride down there. Some days we have to take what's known the Metro <laughs> North train mm-hmm. and just hide in the bathroom. What was the studio? The studio we was going to Calliope. Calliope. <laughs> and it was Calliope Studios. Was that in Queens? No, no that, that was, in, was in, uh, in Manhattan. Over there by the garden. Yeah, that was by the garden. That's okay. where Tribe did yeah, they first we, album. We, we did they uh, lie. All, okay, the, all okay. those groups that Dante fucked with. Yeah, they we did the majority Calliope. of the album there. Mm-hmm. Late night, we were still like, I, I was working. Yeah. So I was working. We, so we was going literally from the studio to work. What were y'all working at? I think I was working at Barnes and Noble and Yonkers then. Yeah, that's the Noble. <laughs> yeah. Barnes and Noble. Word. I was working at books though. Jamal, uh, and partly, well, that was before in Sears when me and Spock was in Sears. But uh, <laughs> partly before. Jay was in Stouffer's Hotel yeah, he worked at in, the in White, Plains. White Plains. So we would have to go to work. And, I, and when I'm telling you, we'd be dead 
tired at work. And yeah, I used to be yeah. like, yo, man, I hopefully this shit will work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hopefully it'll work. And, like, we didn't know a lot of things that, like, Poobah ran up, like, $11,000 car service. Yeah, like, album. he, 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 yeah. he <laughs> schooled us. to Like, I've literally seen Poobah call a label and be like, yo, I need 10 Gs. And we'll they'd be like it. this or that. And he'd be like, yo, write a manual check. He was the first one that showed me that if these record labels said they can't do it, it's always a manual checkbook that they have where he'd, we'd literally go there, open the checkbook, and somebody write a manual check. He taught me all types of schemes, uh, car schemes, car. We ran up about a $17,000. you have to pay all that back. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Well, we ran it up, and then they took it back. <laughs> Definitely. But did you guys know that you had to pay? We it didn't back? know that no. at first. No. Oh. <laughs> Listen, when we signed the contract for Brand Newbie, we signed for fifteen thousand dollars. I got five thousand dollars. Pooba got five thousand dollars. <laughs> Jamal shit. got five thousand. Yeah. That was the most money I ever got. I gave a thousand dollars to my cousin in the Bronx to buy some crack. I gave him a <laughs> thousand. I, I, I took. A, I, I took about. Two three hundred. We bought some balls, teeth. I bought a timber pair of Timberland boots, and I think me and Diana went to eat into the movies. This girl, yeah. And I tried to stretch the rest of it. And we, so might, crazy, and we might have went. To but the, how long did that last? That five thousand lasted. That I made. Well, I, on that end, I made the the, the, the thousand work with my cousin. For the, for the but the actual right. five thousand. So now it was down to about thirty five hundred after that. All right. That lasted. We got that in June. By August, that was gone. That was gone. <laughs> that was gone. That was gone. That was gone. I think I bought a pair of Bally's. <laughs> and this is like 1989 or 90? This is about like 1990. Early 90s. Okay. So like when you mm -hmm. when you recorded like Slow Down. Slow Down. Did you know what you, like how special it was? Like did you know? Well, see, let me tell you something about Slow Down. Slow Down came as a result. Once again, I was Losing in school light, again. Yeah. I was at Hunter, Hunter. College. Mm -hmm. Somehow I finagled myself a dorm room. I had a dorm room on 28th Street. 28th Street, and I was one night. I was looking at, at TV, the videos, because they didn't really play too much like rap videos back then. Yeah. But I, I think it was Hot Tracks. They had to show Hot Tracks. Yeah. A song came on from Edie Brickell. Yeah. And I was, I remember, I was listening to that song, and I was like, "Yo, this song is dope." Mm -hmm. I went out the next day and got the 45. Mm. Took it to the studio. We sampled it somehow. The way we sampled it. And who who's behind the boards? Was it Alamo and and Pupa? it was it was all of us for that. Yeah, all of you. Oh, all of Jay, us. For that. I took that record specifically. I took it. We sampled it. It didn't lock up. And I was like, damn man. We put it on the side. Mm. We had we had to finish the album one day. We had about three hours left before we had to turn in the oh, album. Really? And we was like, yo, pull that record out again. Let's fuck with it again. This time we looped it. The drums worked. That was the last song? The last song. Down to the last three hours. Last three hours. The drums worked, and we recorded something on it real quick. I called my girlfriend, Diana, to come. I was like, yo, you got to come to the city to say slow down, like to say this part. She didn't want to do it. I made her do it. Uh, she came and did it. We recorded it, the last song. But the, the, the ill part about that song is when we had to get it cleared, now mind you, we sampled that song while it was still out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had to get it clear from Edie Brickell. She listened she to the was song. Electra, word, and she cleared it. Yeah. Oh, shit. If she, she if she would have been like, nah. Because it was a couple of people that said no. Yeah. So so when you try to clear a sample, like, because I mean mm -hmm. that I mean, oh one for all, once the sample heavy like crazy, did like uh do they want money? When they say they clear it, they just get some publishing or what do they, they get? They get some money publishing. Like I, if I can remember right, Roy Ayers wanted Forty five hundred dollars in an organ, and and his I guess his like publishing or his whatever splits he was gonna get. Some people wanted at that time, 
see, after when we was from, James got on some bullshit for a minute. James Brown, like, because James was felt he wasn't getting no bread, right. so he stopped clearing shit for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then I think when that, when his money lines start drying up, he told people, yo, open that shit back up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for about a period of about six to eight months, James wasn't clearing shit. You couldn't, like, they was like, yo, you can't use no more James Brown samples. So, All For One was almost not on the album. Word. Because like, that's a James Brown sample. Yeah, but then he started clearing shit again. We was able to clear it. Uh-huh. Some stuff, back then, you'd renegade, like, the labels didn't know, like a lot of times, like you'd have these ARs, they didn't yeah, know. They didn't know. Yeah. You'd be like, yo, nah, nah, that ain't no sample. That's mm-hmm. not no sample. And you'd have yeah. to just deal with it after and the fact. Go back, like, it wasn't until the Bismarcky album dropped there. Yeah. So that's when that, yeah. everybody woke up about mm-hmm. the sampling. Sample yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So wait, slow down. Who was you talking about? We just was talking about it wasn't a specific person. It sounded like you were talking specifically yeah, about yeah, somebody. Yeah, it did. And that, and everybody says that. <laughs> and, and and it's good that it came like out like that because we were talking about anybody specific but we were talking about somebody specific the the, Mm -hmm. the woman that you would see in your neighborhood like that because see let me tell you like at this time because see people don't understand the the origin of crack see when crack first came out nobody knew what it was when it first came out, you be in a party, dudes have some crack, yeah, they put it in, in, the in a blunt. Ooh, everybody smoking a woolly, yes. Where it was a point, if, if, if you was in a party and you didn't have a woolly blunt, and it was some broads and some other dudes had a woolly blunt, they're they, going to fuck with them. They're going to fuck with them. <laughs> it was just when you start seeing people, moms in the street, people start coming with shit from the crib, people start breaking in the shit. That's when you start seeing what. Maybe this ain't such a good when, thing. When, you, when did y'all start seeing like the, the change in like months? It, it was years. Let me tell you something. It was a spot called Beekman Avenue in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was in Georgie's area. Like in them type of areas back there. We you'd literally have lines. People would be online, dudes would be on walkie talkies, and police would ride right up in the block, up and down the block, because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. That's why you had so many bosses then. You had so many Supreme team, Rich and Poe and them. Rich gave us some some uh, dust one time, me and Alamo to sell. We just fucked it up. I ain't even gonna lie, we fucked that whole package up. But like, it was families like. Well, it, how did, what do you mean you fucked it up? We just, I, I think we smoked half of it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't sell it, and and we was right there on Walton Avenue in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Mm-hmm. We fucked that up. Uh, right over there, uh, what you gonna call it? Used to be right there. Um, what was the club right there? Uh, castle. The castle. The castle. The castle. The castle. Oh, yeah. the castle. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. fucked that up. But it was a two or three year period. I would say, maybe from about. 83 to about 85, 86, where a lot of police, they didn't have no bead on that. They didn't know what was going on. And and then when Dave Dinkins was the mayor, yeah. he probably was the most lax mayor, and that's when you had the families that blew up, and that's when the wave really hit. Mm-hmm. That wave that wave was unbelievable, and it coincided with rap. Yeah. All, all these dudes was the dudes booking shows. Right. When you, dudes you, used you, to be out on 45th with the cars. With the cars, yeah. you, 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 AZ, Gangsta Lou. I, Gangsta I spoke Lou. to Gangsta Lou yesterday. With Willie Burgers. Well, oh, Willie, yeah. You know, AZ. Like, uh-huh. the amount of money that was going on and, and rap at that time, it, it was unbelievable. That's crazy. Unbelievable. And then, and then what, you, but what you got was the aftermath of that era was, like, this Afrocentric pro, like, you know. Yeah. The yeah. black you pro got black that, era. Y- yeah, th- that's, and then that's what that came out of. People seeing the, the, the fiends and, yo, we got to shape ourselves up. Right. Let's get yeah. ourselves together. That brought that era on. Mm-hmm. 
direct di- direct influence, spike, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Public enemy, fight the power. Mm-hmm. When the little boy got got hit by the Jews on on Utica Avenue, when, when it was a riot up and down Crown Heights, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when it was the Howard Beach, yeah, all that Howard Beach played ball, into yeah. the t- it played into that dynamic. So like slow down. That was what three hours before. Yeah, and y'all rushed it pretty much. Rushed it pretty much. Pretty much rusted. I mean, we go but to when the you when you when you were handed that in. Were you just like, damn, thank God we just got this song on it. When we handed it in, or we, we felt that that was gonna be some shit. Yeah, you know, like certain songs you do, you be like, this this one might be some shit. Yeah, we felt that that one might do something. We felt that one. And what do you, what, and then what do you call it? One for all. I, was there a funny story about stepping to the step to the rear? Well, you, I know that Dante and them, see also. What, what, what our album is yeah, like Dante had you got you, 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 you first you got three alpha males yeah Jamal Lord Jamal alpha male mm-hmm. Grand Pooba alpha male Sadat X alpha male but y'all so, got along right yeah we got along me, well see me and Pooba always got along you know me and Pooba always but um you gotta understand like it was times when Pooba might go to the studio not tell nobody and do a step to the rear so you just hear that the next day, like, oh, shit, Pooh, I went to the studio and did that. You might hear he another. did that a lot, right? Yeah, you yeah, might hear yeah. another song. Living that recording. Word. <laughs> then, you know, we had it down to, they had a petty cash fund for each session. <laughs> the petty cash fund was about $200. It started at first. What do you, what do you mean petty cash fund? Like, like pe- you could go get like you $200. Like you could get $200 from the studio. That was petty cash for, for travel expense. To get oh, somebody okay, else. Food okay, okay. expense. Right. Food, yeah, where yeah, yeah. at yeah. first... It got to be where it was split down the middle. Then it got to be where <laughs> Pooba came and took the petty cash. <laughs> then and, and it only took about two or three times for that. Oh, okay. All right, check this out. We might have a studio session two o'clock. I might go down there nine thirty in the morning and take the petty cash. <laughs> like, well, Sadat already been here at that time and took the petty cash. So that's what you, that's the element that you was but dealing you, with. You guys had to pay that back or no? Yeah, we probably yeah. did. Yeah, we had to pay. We had to pay everything back. Everything. And it's like. It probably created that division in the group, yeah. mm. but at the time, that petty cash, yeah, that little thing. Oh, little little things like that, you know, like it was just or like, like say we do a show somewhere, and chicks is feeling everybody, but might not be feeling Poobah, and it's you know what I mean? it's like it's always like a little, it was a little. Did that cause problems things. with the group? Well, nah, but, but see, like Poobah would get who he get, I get right. why, but like me and Jamal was like more. Uh, Forefront, yeah, you know we, what I'm saying. Yeah. We was out in the open, like we might go to Virginia, and my man and them is already in Virginia, right? So they gonna come automatically with about right. ten broads to the room. Right. Yeah. I remember I had a banner day one day. We got to a city. I think <laughs> I, I met a chick in the morning in the Greensboro, North Carolina. In Greensboro, North. That was my banner day. We then met we, a chick in the morning. I, I we went, went to the mall, did what I did. Then we went to the mall. <laughs> I met a chick, I did what I did. Then after the show, I met a chick, did what I did. See, that's when I had a lot of energy. Like now, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have energy. I can't, I can't even call that right now. Before all the pictures and Snapchat, yeah, it, it wasn't, oh no, it wasn't God. no social media, so people still had to come to the show. Right. You know, certain certain areas didn't even have cable yet, so they had to come to the show and actually see you. You know what I'm saying? So that that's why back then it was like. Rappers were like, you, you think they're big now. They was like 
demigods then. Like, mm -hmm. ooh, like brand new. Like, I remember riding through cities and people literally chasing the van and <laughs> riding next to us. And it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Damn. So then One For All dropped yep. and came out. Uh, I think I was in fucking, I don't never. where were you? I was like freshman in high school. Listen to that shit. Must, um, when what the album the came out, I was in college. What was I was in college, single? yeah. What was the first single? For which one? Wake uh, Up. Wake Up? Yeah. Wake Up. Wake Up. Mm -hmm. And then Slow Down? Or was it One For All? Wake Up. Feel wake so up, good. Feel slow Down. Feel, well, well, feel So Good. Wake, wake up. up. Slow Down. Slow Down. Slow Down. Yeah, yeah Slow Down. One for all. And then yeah, One For All was the last single that came out. Yes. The All For One video was crazy, too. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at that video, you can see the separation. Yeah, you see the separation. You can see that. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was kind of... I don't think we seen Pooba all day that day. Yeah, and it was kind of funny because, see, I always was in the middle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was always like, this is me right here. I was in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Because even when we was kind of broken up, I still was running with We was cool with Pooba. I didn't have no no beef with Pooba. I still was running with Well, yeah, because we were looking at the Wild Cowboys album. Yeah, You still had a feature on it. Yeah, You had a feature from Pooba. Alamo, definitely. So that was like a strange It was more Jamar and Pooba. Yeah, I would say it was more of their power struggle. All right, so like, damn, that sucks. So like when one awful one was popping. Oh, it was... It, it, it was it was already it was a, a rap. rap right yeah it yeah, was yeah, a rap, was a rap Puba had yeah. already started doing it yeah album. it was a rap oh, and, right. and see the thing is I knew he was gonna do that yeah, like I yeah. knew he told me like yo get ready yo, I'm, I'm gonna do this boom but bang. that was the plan though right yeah that yeah. was the plan from Always, the beginning yeah. because like people like I said people don't understand we was never a group like that for years you know like yeah, yeah, how yeah. like maybe the Beatles might have grinded for seven eight years or this group grinded for seven eight years we literally were a group for about six months so you think Puba actually. <laughs> He, I mean, he probably like he probably like liked the sound that y'all created, and it yeah. was just like, yo, let, let me just, I'll, I'll move on to my shit after this. Exactly, kind I, of like a like uh, like a move, like yeah, a, like yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. basically. And then were you guys stuck? Like, damn, I thought we was a group, or you guys understood that from jump? Well, you know, it, it, it's it's like at first, like, well, damn, yo, but then, you know, I, we was like, well, yo, me and Jamal, Jamal was like, yo, we, well, we got to get on this grind, then. you know, if either we gonna either, and it was good because. It was either a stand or fail process. But okay, let's go back. So like yeah. you ha guys hand in the, the album, the album releases. Uh, during that time, everyone's cool? Yeah, well, <laughs> when we released the album, when we released the album, it was cool. Okay. Then as we started off doing shows, then gradually, Pooba might not make a show. Yeah, he might but not why? Why, why? why was that? That's just Pooba. That was just Pooba. He just might not make a show. Pooba. And then like, and can you imagine... How hard is first of all, you going into one of them down south cities, you got them down south from one of them slick head dudes with a whole bunch of money, and you get down there and you're like, where's Pooba? Yep, that's the first Where, thing. Where's Pooba at? Where's Pooba? And, and you gotta do a show without him, and people are expecting him did to he, be there. Did he kinda do that purposely? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Just to be like, uh, let me see how they do. And I just think he did it just to do it like I don't feel like going today. Right, yeah. Like when Pooba's not gonna be moved, he's not gonna. He's be not gonna be moved. Like it's been times when like we've been at places in Pooba. You got different four people, hours before. Like they want to do something with Pooba. I be like, I'm gonna tell you honestly, it ain't gonna happen today. <laughs> like you could wait around here all you want to. Pooba, like I don't see like that. I don't yeah. see Pooba. People wait to do something with Pooba. Like. Y'all might be in the front waiting for him to do something. He done slipped out the back door three hours ago. When he, you get a call, he's already downtown. Like, yo, they still waiting for me? Yes, yeah, huh? Like, yo, I ain't going to make it. I thought so. 
What, what, what was that? What, but Mark, break it down because you were like the the road manager. You were the well. I didn't have to deal with Pooba because when I started road managing, Pooba had already oh, left. Oh, right. okay. Because I was still in DC but, at the time. But were you I, with them with on the shows and doing all? Oh that? yeah, yeah. I, I went to shows and shoot even before I was road managing. All right. So Pooba, from the outside looking in, what did you notice? Did you notice anything like? Well, I was always with him, so I already knew what time yeah, it was. Yeah, he knew. Puba, we were always cool with Puba. It was just him and Jamal might not, they're like all well, the it? What was it, though, between them? Well, Jay is more very, like, professional, will want to be on time, like to have his shit right, go do a sound check. Yeah. Where Puba was like, hey, man. It is what it is. I'm, I'm Cab Calloway. <laughs> yeah, Puba be like, fuck Anytime I'm on. Puba <laughs> is on at any time. <laughs> But I'm Whatever taking a nap. Like I'm, I'm gonna have a nap right now. Right. Or a Poobah might. Shit. I've been with Poobah out late night. Poobah don't give a. F like, I've walked in with Poobah to the China Club with his own bottle of Cristal. <laughs> like, when Poobah's on a mission. Yeah, you ain't gonna like, yo, Max, you sure we can bring this? Yeah, man, they ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, that's just. I'm right. like, how you gonna bring a bottle of champagne <laughs> into another club? <laughs> Poobah did it. Yeah. <laughs> From car like and and he, and he was always loved like yeah we done been out Charles with Poobah, Mike Tyson Mike Tyson Oakland, Mike went up and out with Mike Jell Levert Mike refused <laughs> to move in the club one day me Poobah, Spark was there like somehow Mike just posters up it's a club and it's a little lane like you know how you walk through yeah, the club yeah. it's a little Mike's decides Mike I'm just gonna stand like this by. so in order for you to get around Mike you got to come to him and then. Like, screw edge, around. edge around him, <laughs> and if he don't like how you doing it, yeah, Mike Tyson was like, right, in the club. Back. If you ain't friends with Mike Tyson, you yeah. might as well just leave. Mike, just Mike was a beast. He was, he like was a beast. Yeah, he but was all, just looking for some shit to pop when he was on that shit. When he was on that, you yeah. know. Plus, Mike was original Latin quarters. That was a club veteran with, with all them dudes from Brownsville. Mm -hmm. You know, Mike got that was Mike, but he loved Puba. You know, a lot of dudes love a lot Puba. of dudes. <laughs> Oakley love Puba. Johnny oh. Cochran. Johnny Cochran. We was with Johnny. We hung out with Johnny oh, Cochran. Get out of here. with Johnny. I was so drunk. After yo. the verdict. With Johnny actually. After the verdict? Yeah, it was like maybe like a week or so us. later. <laughs> we had the shock bar. In the shock bar? Yeah. Uh -huh. That yeah, was Poo Bar's home. Really? Well, Johnny came and drank with us. We were there drinking with Johnny Cochran. What was it about Poo that you think? People. I don't know. Cause well, he, how was he? Because he's just festive. He's he's festive. When, when he, Puba is festive around people when he gets to be know you. Yeah. Like when he first meets you, you gon' your, your first impression be like, yo, yo, your man. He don't. He's grunt. He's grim. He's grum. Right. He ain't gonna really say too much. But once you get once to know Puba and you're around him, very festival. I think people gravitated to him. He was very stylish. Right. Yeah. You understand? Very stylish, and he was nice at rapping. Right. You know. Right. So those those things. People gravitated towards. I ain't gonna lie, like when when I was growing up, he was the style icon. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Like Jabot jeans, has some Tommy Hilfiger. I feel like he put Hilfiger you know? on the map. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Nobody was rocking Hilfiger. Definitely. Like that until Puba was wearing it. Yo, Puba <laughs> would call me and be like, Yo, Spark, I need you to drive the car because you got a license. It'd give me $500 just to drive him around. Yeah. Jesus. And we get drunk all day. I didn't have to spend no money, and yeah. I had $500 in my pocket. Very, Puba, let me tell you something. Very generous. Very generous to a fault. To a fault. To uh, a fault. Yeah. It's many times like, when yeah. I'm like, I'm good, now nah, take this. Huh? Yeah, I'll be like, yo, Max, wow. I don't need no money. Yo, yo, yo. That, and that's why I always, throughout everything, I stuck with him. Like, people get mad with me, yo, man. When Listen, if it wasn't for this man, I wouldn't even be on. Yeah, you right. know, let's put it like that. Let's get it out there. Mm -hmm. You know, and Jay might get mad at me or this and that. I'm like, yo, son, like, not for nothing. But we'd have got there eventually, maybe, maybe. But, but he definitely made it happen. Yes, he sir. He made it happen. Mm -hmm. 
So Jamal Jamal during this time was just very like, what's up with this dude? This dude's fucking well, us well, up. Well, let me, no, well, not really, because let me tell you something. Jamal's, first of all, as far as smart, Jamal's yeah, Jamal's a, yeah. genius, genius. Smart white genius, that, that mathematics that, that we live by, 120 lessons. Swift. He know all that. He know all that. He could tell you today's degree in any, in what's today's degree in the 1 to 40? What's today's degree in the 1 to 10? He'll, he'll break that down on you and tell you and, 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 and manifest on everything he say. You know, it's just that Jay's strong-willed. Yeah. He always been that way. Jay always been ultra-confident. ultra, con, ultra confident, Right. You know, and, and that's just him. And, I, and you know, I still, I, I love him. You know, I, I, we, we have not always agreed on everything, but th what we do agree on is that's my brother. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I stand with him. Because Jay, a lot of times, didn't agree with shit we do. Yeah, he don't still to this day. Do other shit. Yes. Like, we'd be in Cali, Jay would want to go fuck with the gangbang dudes. We want to go fuck with the bitches in Hollywood. <laughs> and, 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 Wait, wait, what did Jamal want to do with the gangbang Like, dudes? the gang, like, what he that's just Jay. He liked that camaraderie, like, in the hood, like, chilling. Yeah. He wanted to see the neighborhood. Yeah, and, we, and, and I do that. We I do that. I but do we'll it. do it in New York. But I told him, I, I do that in New York. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I done been in the grandiest parts in New York. Yeah, yeah. Any projects. Never know. Over there in the BX where he grew up. It's yeah. grimy. It's grimy. Yeah. Courtland Avenue, Melrose, mm -hmm. Jackson. Uh, Boy George, yeah, Puerto man. Rico, B.O. Like, it don't get no problem in that. Well, I was trying to think of his name for the B.O., yeah. yeah. Remember when we did that show in D.C. with B.O.? Yeah. And he smacked yeah, the I never, mm -hmm. I never forget, um, the I used to get my hair cut at this barber in the Bronx. B.O. would come to the, the um, barber would be cutting somebody's hair. B.O. would come into the barber shop. The barber would be like, yo, in the middle of the haircut, yeah. you got to get up. You got to yeah. yeah. cut B.O.'s hair. That was real. B.O. Yeah. used to, what was Mickey the, Benson. What was all. the diner yeah. over there on, on uh, the concourse? What was oh, it? yeah, yeah. Um, Olympic? Was that Olympic? Olympic. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Where on Fridays and Saturday nights, it would be a line of people to get in there. Somehow, B.O. became the unofficial doorman. Yeah, and, and so he, like, you'd have to <laughs> pay him to get inside. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd see B.O., and it'd be a man. You'd be like two, three hundred people outside, and he'd be like, "Yo, everybody get out the way. Yo, ex, come on through, man." And I would be like, "Damn, B.O. like I, I want to get in, but I hate to do that to the people." But that was B.O. You know, but uh, B.O. would be charging people to get into. Oh the yeah, diner. definitely into the diner. <laughs> to the diner. <laughs> people were scared of this. Scared, scared, yeah. scared of B.O. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was he a big dude? What was the fuck? How tall was he? He just he yeah, was he kind was, of a big dude. Yeah, he was kind yeah. of big. He, he just, was just he the was Zulu nation. Yeah, he used to roll with Rosa. Showbiz and AG. Yeah. yeah. Tight. Yeah, yeah Showbiz and AG people. He just ran up against another yeah. Bronx Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Pete's yeah. another. Yep. Work hard. Pistol Pete. Ooh, Work hard. Yeah. You know, Florence ADX right now. Yeah. You know, but uh, that was all in that era. And um, see, speaking of the West Coast, like when we did, when, when me and Jamal actually went into the Ingar We Trust uh -huh. album, we did a video, I'll Keep Holding On. We did that in the projects in mm -hmm. LA, right in the middle of the project. Jordan Downs. Jordan Downs, police driving by, we smoking weed, police come, I put the weed down. Hey, man, what you putting the weed yeah, down? Yeah, it is. Like, for? don't worry about that. Man, fuck them. That was the, the first time I ever it. saw dudes give the cops the finger. Word. And, and they just shit. drove off. That was the first time I ever I seen like, somebody oh throw a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yo. I in seen, New York, they would have killed I seen oh, somebody yeah. throw a bottle at a police car and it hits the police car and the police just drive off. I was like, oh, yeah, they were scared of that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's, that's when we met Pop. In LA? LA. How was the? How was the? I mean, we, we got to talk about uh, you guys and Pac. But how was the? How receptive was the country to you know the album? It was it was it was very receptive. And and the funny thing about it is, we at the height of the East Coast West Coast War, 
we was in the heart of, of yeah, LA. We in LA like we yeah. went to a show one time and gotten we went with the Grape Street Crips. Yeah, we went, we went with them to a show. Something yeah. happened. Wait, how did y'all link up with them? Um, dude, Jamal oh, oh, yeah, this one dude, Nardo. Nardo. We went this one uh, Grape Street Crip dude named Nardo. He was like the, one, one of the, the big ranking dudes. dudes. Because because <laughs> now they always talk about like if a you know East Coast dude goes to the West, they got to check in. Did y'all have to like check in? Hell huh? no. no. We 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 met these dudes. It was Nardo. It was another guy named yeah. High Top. Bless yeah, the High daddy. Top, yeah. He's he, he got killed. And somehow we connected with them. Became cool with them. It was all they in there. Invited us down. John Street. Yeah. They invited us. They'd come to our hotel. We did a show one time yeah. <laughs> where something happened with the sound man yeah the sound he messed was fucked up, up where these dudes beat the shit out of the sound man and then they got us in a big circle well, so Jay we can get out yeah Jay kicked the sound man and <laughs> getting out they put us in a big moving circle yeah, that, got just, out of that just mowed anybody in the, the path the police down. couldn't even fuck with us Word. that's, that's crazy, crazy. <laughs> so wait how did y'all meet Pac well, see, first of all, we really met Pac back before because Pac's people and Poobah's people right. was instrumental in a lot of things. Poobah's father was instrumental. Uh, they was instrumental in getting John Chesimar down to Cuba. With the Black uh, Panther yeah, shit. Yeah, his, his, his uh, uncle Ahmed, Ahmed. Ahmed read the Freedom Camp where you'd go from New Rochelle to the wilds of Alabama and be camping and learning how to do stuff. Ahmed so Poobah's people... Shaka Zulu, Shaka Zulu's father. Yeah, so oh, wow. yeah, so like Ludicrous Jeff Dixon, father. that that's Ludicrous, oh, who, who, Ludicrous people. That's that's Puba's cousins, his first cousins. Oh, wow. So like, we 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 met Pac through that. But like, shit, I remember we came out to L.A. and we get out here, and Pac comes up. Wow, he drives up. Wow. <laughs> Now, mind you, he come up in the car. He ain't got no 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 license plate, Not nothing, no tags <laughs> on the window, he have the no up? license plate in the back. He ain't have nothing on the car. Nothing. He like, what y'all niggas need, man? Ounce of weed. We like, oh, we need some weed. <laughs> you said guns too. <laughs> yeah, he had a thing in the open the trunk. Yo, y'all need. Yeah, what y'all want? Was that when he had a Tupac <laughs> sticker as a license plate? Yo, it might have been. It might have been. A, been. I just know he didn't have no back plate or front plate <laughs> and no stickers in the window. Is so you guys he, knew you guys knew him from New Rochelle. We knew right? Pac. Like before he even got down with Shook. Word before That's, he got like, down. With yeah, Shook. before. I mean, was this when he was down with um, Digital Underground? At yeah, the time? it was like yeah. around that time when yeah. he had Doing that the soul trapped. He had that yeah, yeah. trapped yeah. and all that. Yeah. Crap. Mm-hmm. Like and when he did Above the Rim, we would see him in New York. Yeah. Oh, Remember, he yeah. got into that beef with um, well, my man Bat- Batty. He got into at the Roosevelt Hotel. They pulled out guns on each other. Like if you look <laughs> on one of his albums, yeah. on the back it says "Fuck, Fuck Batty." Batty. Yeah. That was my man Batty. He was mm-hmm. on East Side Harlem. Batty, yeah. Oh, yeah. Batty, yeah. a lot of money over there. Yeah. What what happened? How did that shit happen? Somehow they got into some know. shit. I don't know. It what was happened. a party. <laughs> it was right when he was when they was filming Above the Rim over there yeah. in the Polo Grounds. Uh huh. Yeah. It was right because he was running around New York all the time. That's when he was with Stretch. The nigga from yeah, Queens. big stretch. He run yeah. around with stretch. That's when we see him like at Diamond Scrape. Yeah. Like I, I can remember one p- specific instance. That day was it was a part. It was a part of time when Old Dirty yeah. was going around just when he was first fucking coming people's out. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. You know, yeah. people would be on stage, the stage, and he, you he did all it of a sudden, he did it to the roots. Yeah, yeah. all of a sudden, at Urban Plaza, you, yeah, Urban you Plaza. just see Dirty come from the side and grab with a mic or grab the mic, oh. and just, just oh, and just fuck somebody show up. You know, and like <laughs> he had did it to leaders the night yeah, before. Yeah, he did it to leaders. He did it. I, the one I heard about was the Akinelli one. Oh yeah, he did it to Akinelli because on the, he was on the side, and you just yeah. heard somebody going. Smelly Akinelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I remember that. Smelly Akinelli. To Akinelli credit, 
and, and his people, Agnelli brother and them, mm-hmm. they held themselves down. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't that but wasn't really, a victory. Oh, but old dirty, old dirty bastard would roll with the whole Brooklyn Zoo and just, yeah. and yeah. just crash motherfucking and then, shows. Uh, Buddha Monk, Buddha Monk, Buddha Monk, yeah. Buddha Monk. So a lot of these dudes like LONS that he did it to in the roots they because would, he knew he could do that to yeah. them. But, but I remember, remember they tried that shit at the Fever. Yeah, and yeah. Was in the Bronx was like, nah, son, not here. I remember they came from Staten Island on a big yellow school bus. <laughs> and they, they ran out at the end or got on that big yellow school bus. I was there. I was f- a witness to that. They tried that shit over there. Dudes in the Bronx was like, son, not here. Not here. And they had to go back. But that was Dirty Zimmo for a minute. Yeah. But it, it drummed him up a lot of publicity yeah. and a lot of shit. But why like the fuck that. did he do that? Just because he wanted just want to fuck around? Yeah. It was a method. Yeah, it, was a, it was a method to, to Dirty's madness. I done been, what was the studio when he took LL Plaque off the wall and threw it on the floor? I didn't hear about, about that shit. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was downtown. That was at, um, what studio um, was that? The one we used to always go to. Yeah, all um, the time. Damn, I can't think of the name of that shit, man. But With John Stone. Yeah. Shit. So wait, wait. So when you Chung King, Chung King, oh Chung King, that's Chung King, John King. Yeah. Who used to work? Uh, did Puff and them used to? Who? A lot of bad bullshit. A lot of rappers. Yeah, Chung King was Chung King. Yeah, it was Chung King. D and D. D and D. The one you just said, Calliope. Those was main. Those were the main ones. D and D was like the whole premiere crew. Like if you had real money, you would go to like Battery or the other ones like Power Play. Power Play. Yeah, I think Quest would record a Battery. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What was the one on Broadway? Eighth Street and Broadway? Oh, oh right um, damn. I, I, I know you're talking yeah, about yeah. We've been there a couple of times. Yeah. That was a nice one, too. But see, like, we know all about that shit because we used to fucking that read the, the back of the then. covers. Yeah. We used to yeah. read the yeah. covers. You don't got that no more. Yeah. You, guys, you guys don't get to hear that. Like, the yeah. new kids don't no get way. to look at the album covers. They don't see what label the artist is on right. now. They don't see who produced it, who wrote it. We used to just listen to the music. I used to listen to the music and just literally read just look yeah, at the cover right. over and over I, yeah, yeah, the last album I did that for was like 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying yeah, I mean, yeah. right. and that was what 15 years ago yeah. remember we used to go through Queens with my man Steve and he used to be like yo little boo boo right there getting a lot of money over there them little, nigg- them little dudes is wow and I was 50 in them he was yeah. like yo boo boo them little dudes right there and they be right out there and he young dude little dude and they be like son right there he be like yeah he's gonna be dangerous that was him right there. Steve <laughs> always talked about him. So wait, you guys would do shows in LA or Cali, right? And then you would just hit up Pac and just call him, or how well, did see, that work? Pac well, in LA, yeah, Pac would just appear. Yeah, he would just appear. like you didn't really have to hit up Pac too <laughs> like, much. If he knew you was in town, at some point he would just appear. You do you remember a spot in LA called Jamaica House back in the day? Yeah. Pac had a show at Jamaica House one night and bum rushed it with like fifty fucking crip dudes. That's like a spot my mom used to go to. Yeah, straight exactly. up. Like I know exactly. Jamaica where House was the shit in LA for a minute. But then it got it was too wild. It was too yeah. wild. Yeah. We was up there a few different times. I never times. forget one time. Century C- Century Club. It was so yeah, it was on a Sunday because my mom and Michael Conception are like this. Like, oh, like, okay, that's yeah, like a, that's yeah, like an yeah, yeah. uncle. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, was, he you know he doesn't walk. He's in a yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. So he he had a, a Billy Azor convertible blue. Oh yeah, Michael Concepcion. Yeah, yeah, he would pull up man. to my house. I was like eighteen. He would pull up to the crib. He's like, "Yo, let's go." And we would just parking lot, just talk to chicks, yeah. like me and him. That's he would crazy. be. Or he would like hear all the things. Story. Yeah, man. Like I would be like blown away, like seeing all this at eighteen years old. Nah. Yeah. So when you guys would perform, Pac would just be hanging with y'all or, or chilling or. Yeah, like Pac, he'll come through. A lot of dudes would come through. He'll come through to the show, do something. Bobby Brown. Right. Bobby came one day, boy. Woo wee! 
Bobby K with a convertible with two white chicks. Definitely running, definitely running on on a hundred. Uh, <laughs> got on stage with us, did punk jump up to get beat down, jump back into his joint and bounced. Well, yeah, Bobby yeah. Brown, Pooba, and Alamo. They used yeah. to always hang out. Yeah. Oh shit! Bobby Brown's a wild dude. You know, oh yeah, <laughs> Aaron Hall. Aaron, wild. Dude. I heard about him. Yeah, also, oh man. my god! See, and I met Aaron because I used to I used to live with a, with, with an actress chick, Regina Hall. Aaron right, Hall. Right. Is is her cousin? cousin yep. Oh so, shit! Oh, I never shit. knew that. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So like, me and Regina lived together for like eight years. Oh wow! Man. Before she came out to Hollywood and did all the stuff she's doing let's, now. Let's where, give credit she, where credit is due. Where's Regina? Regina originally from? She's originally from Washington D.C. D.C. Yeah. I met Regina first yeah, when he she met was at Fordham. We're talking about Regina I, Hall that was in the Scary Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best man. Yeah, girls, girls trip. Yeah, I've known her from she was nineteen years old. Yeah, I used to date her roommate at Fordham. Wow. And then I introduced her to X, and they start dating. Damn, man. Mm -hmm. Yo, ex. Mark, Mark, you regret that shit or no? Nah, because I was on Vanessa. What I regret is I met her too young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I'd have met her maybe a little bit later, because when I met her, I I just was still on Turbo. Because I remember. Because they lived on 120th Street. And I remember she was like, oh, I'm going to try this acting thing. Word. And then she got the oh, part shit. in Best Man. And I remember uh-huh. she was going to acting school and I gave her yeah. part, part of the money. I was wow, like, yeah, 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 you wanted to go do, go ahead. That's yeah, crazy, man. Word. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, from Rosie Perez and then, to like, Regina Hall. To- she, she, like, she, when I remember, who, uh, remember when the Knicks played Houston and she had a friend from yeah, Houston? Yeah. Like, but I, all of them, Sinai Lathan, uh. Paula, what was the Paula other, Parker? What's the other girl? Paula Patton? Anise, Elise Neal. Elise all Neal, of them used yeah. to be in the grid. Word. Mm-hmm. All of them. Damn. Wow. Shit, man. Don't <laughs> 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 even say Houston. I thought it was Neal is the joint from um, Yo, y'all my House Still Got Groove Back, right? She was in yeah, that. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah. Rosewood. Yeah. Y'all yeah. Was, you guys were in the zone then, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the main, <laughs> main zone. It was just stuck. Like, everything was just stuck. Like, even, like, Talbot, Jason Strauss. We used to go to his parties downtown. Like Wait, who? At Luan's. Remember? You Strauss. Oh, Jason yeah, Strauss? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was doing them NYU parties. Yeah, man. I mean, we. I can remember, like, even, like, like Sherry from One Oak at the door, girl. Yeah, I, remember I she, know Sherry. Yeah. She used to be at the door at Rebar. We used to go to Rebar every week. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Rebar, wow. I haven't heard yeah, that yeah. in a while. Like, we, we used to tear up. Man, yeah, we tore man up, boy. <laughs> tore it up. We used I, to be all over, man. Damn, Rosie mm-hmm. Preston. Rosie Rose. Perez, Time Cafe, we we met at. Yeah, they used to do that Fez Yo. party. All right, let me get this back yeah. on track. All right, yeah, right, yeah, we went sideways. We went sideways. Rosie Perez. All right, right so wait, wait. All right, so wait. At one, uh, after after the album, yeah, Pooba was gonna work on his shit. Yeah, he, he didn't even want to like. There was no discussion for a brand Nubian second album. No. Not so now you were stuck with you. You weren't stuck, but you and Jamal were like, "All right, what are we gonna do?" Or you guys knew. No, nah, we knew what we was gonna do. We was like, "Well, fuck it." He did what he did. <laughs> but I always, I always wonder how did Alamo? This, um, why did he go off with Puba instead of sticking with you guys? Because instead, instead uh, Alamo and Jamal had kind of a prickly yeah, relationship yeah, yeah, at yeah. times. So uh, it was a little prickly. Yeah, you know. So Ali went with them, and like I said, like. I was cool with Ali, like when he went, go yeah. ahead, get yeah. your money. Because like, I grew up with Ali, so yeah. I could never, like, you know, I was like, go get your money. Uh, Stud went with them, Stud Doogie. Yeah, Stud Doogie. I, yeah, I exactly, brought Stud yeah. into the fold. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. See, Stud was my man. Like, but when I used to bring Stud around, this week, you're you bring him around. Nah, that's my man, Stud. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Stud went with him. So wait, what was the role of? Uh, I know Alamo was the DJ, right? And then Stud Doogie was another DJ who was the producer. He just was another DJ yeah, 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 person yeah. of yeah. interest that was there. Mm-hmm. Ali had drifted kind of to the side. Yeah, of that, yeah. Uh, hype man. Role yeah, I, yeah. Ali started DJed more being more on the with mic. them yeah. with their uh, mm-hmm. click because from the first album. The bulk of the production, for some reason, I'm remembering was like from Alamo, or and but then because I was wondering when Grand Poopa went off, I'm like, damn, who's gonna make the beats? Well, see, we all made. They all really made. We all all made. We all did. We all did. I had equipment. Me and Jamal. Mm -hmm. You know, so we all did that, especially on the first album. Yeah, that's one good thing they did. They bought equipment. Yeah, we bought equipment. Every so everybody had a hand in 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 what we was doing. Then like. Me and Jamal, we went. That was one of the first things we did when we got some bread. Yeah. We said, "Let's go buy equipment." We set a studio up in my basement, and that's right. when we did "In God We Trust." Right. So then, when you guys did "In God We Trust," uh, what do you call it? I mean, I when we when I first heard it, I was like, "Fuck, man, these dudes came through. They did it." And uh, were you guys nervous when you guys were putting that shit together? Nah, nah. nah. It and it fun. was it was definitely a more like not a darker album, but it yeah. was like more militant yeah. or like you know. Mm-hmm. It, was yeah. that the sound y'all going for? And, but, well, and, and who was pushing that? Because I always felt Jamar was leading. Yeah, that. yeah, he was. Yeah. He was more yeah. along the lines of that, yeah. you know. And and I was with it cool because I, I always been the person that tried to like let's make everything happen. Let's make do. Yeah, I always been the glue part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, if we're gonna do it like that, we gonna if it's gonna get us out, we get out. Because like I mind you. I was already a solo artist. So when we was doing the guy we trust, Wild Cowboys was already in he my head. He did the joint okay. with mm-hmm. Diamond and yeah. Finesse at I did that the, time. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. So I was real. doing little joints while we was Common. doing that. Yeah, yeah, I already knew mm-hmm. that once this go- is, is there, I already, I'm going back to the BX. I knew that already. Yeah. How do you, and then, then Diamond D, he just remixed Punk Jump Up to get beat down? Yeah, well, Diamond, Diamond always been Diamond. Diamond been, we known Diamond yeah, since yeah. Allerton Avenue. Uh, shoot. I met Diamond. What was his first group? Him and Master Rob. Yeah, Master Rob. I met Diamond when I was like eighteen, nineteen. When when, when Diamond was skinny, Diamond. Yeah. Like I met Diamond back then. <laughs> Forest, Forest projects. Like, cause you gotta understand, all those places fell in a row. You had Patterson, that was Showbiz and AG. Then yeah. you had Melrose, Cortland. Then it went down to Forest, and everybody fell into a line. You had AG, boom. Then it would go down to Forest. That was Diamond, uh, Joe, and all of them. So everybody kind of fell in the line. Cause I, I could have wound up in DITC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause uh, the first time we met Fat Joe's mm-hmm. was at Diamond's crib. Mm-hmm. It's like my grandmother oh, lived in Paulding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Diamond had that crib on Paulding Avenue. Yeah, Paulding. So Diamond. you guys just uh, besides Diamond D doing a remix, and he did two remixes, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, 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 no. It was a Stimulated Dummies. Yeah. Stimulated second dummy, of yeah. Punch Jump Up. Yeah. And then you guys took the production, all the production. Like responsibilities on the second album, yeah, right? we did that because basically we felt that for this one we ha- we gonna have to create our sound, right? And and and, and, and the only people that know how we want to sound is us. Mm-hmm. So we went to the lab and we did that. How did you know Punk's Jump Up was gonna be the the first single? Because we uh, thought that was directed at Puba. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Everybody always. But said you could that. understand yeah, why I we could would understand all think why. that shit. And right? and it wasn't. But maybe part of it was. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm not gonna front. I'm not. Gonna, it wasn't. But maybe part of it was, you know, mm-hmm. but... Um, that was like Dante yeah. and Leo. You know, you know what it was? Like, I, I had, like, the hard version. 
the hard I didn't really like the ver the other version at first and Leo was like you're fucking crazy you're gonna put gonna this out and it's gonna be a big hit and I'm gonna tell you and like I remember we put it out we were still in Cali uh-huh. And and it took. We were still in Cali. And well, and you it, didn't like Diamond D's version. N- no, like I I I liked it, but I liked the harder version the with harder the version. with the Rocky yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Rocky no, 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 no. like yeah. I liked the harder version. Uh-huh. And uh, but he did. Then he did the other version, the one that we did the video for, the one yeah. that's known now. And I was like, that's cool. And then you know, Leo was like, y'all trust me. We went to Cali when we was out in Cali for like a month mm-hmm. and a half, two months. When we came back. I remember we got a, we, we came back, we flew in. I remember I was driving to the crib in a cab, and I was hearing people playing that song, and I was like, damn, yo. Yo, maybe, that was big, man. Yeah, yeah I was like, maybe we got something. Summer 92. <laughs> because if you look over everything, that's the most, that's the biggest brand Nubian record. As far as sales-wise, Kong Shum up to get beat down. By the way, um, who directed that video? Who uh, did Punk? It was my man. What was dude's name? Cause that video was so ill, man. That video was amazing. It was, um, yeah. <laughs> damn. And was he it, went um, on to be big. Was it yeah, a dude from? Um, um, I swear, after that video, everyone was wearing the uh, the the subway the subway vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was big. Remember that shit? That was you could find all up and down. Yeah, man. That's what we got. After that video, everybody was trying to get a transit authority vest, whatever the fuck that was. One two five. We watched that video over and over and over again. I swear to God. We always yeah. wondered the dude that y'all beat up at the end. Did y'all know him or some shit? He was <laughs> part of the film. Yeah, part of the film. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. And we rolled yeah. up and down. On, on the, I remember we rolled up and down. We started and up, and down. up in the y'all, heights. Did you guys yeah. didn't even have a permit or nothing? You just filmed? No, nah, we just uh, renegated. That's, yeah. when you, that's when you were just renegated. We were in the heights on like, what was it, 188? 168. 168, yeah. Coming on back down, going back again, coming on back down. We just renegated. I felt like, was y'all on Spring Street? Yeah, we were yeah, at Spring Street yeah, too. The Spring Street that was Spring Station, Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last part was yeah. Spring mm-hmm. I always uh I'm still kind of bugging out that you didn't you didn't like the the, the single version. I did but 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 see I was more hard shit. Right. No, I was outside in the so street. You like the OG, the album version. You I, like yeah, I like that. I like, but now I, I, I see like I, I'm glad that everybody didn't listen to me. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm very glad everybody didn't listen to me, and, and the version that came out uh-huh. came out. So that was Leo. I was like, "Yo, you gotta yeah, put this yeah, version out." Yeah, How and I like like, a lot of times was Leo. Leo loved that. Wow. One. Yeah, and a lot of times I'm stubborn on shit, but I'm willing to listen. You know, if somebody tell me something after a while, I'll be like, "Fucking try it that way." Yo, mm-hmm. growing up, I always looked at Leo like he was the coolest white man in the lot. He yeah, looked Leo used like to it. Be cool. Yeah, Leo was cool. Leo used to be cool. How? Like I never understood what he did or what how instrumental he was to hip hop. I just know he was a part of it. You saw him in in videos and stuff. And I remember the uh, Get At Me Dog video with Lior. Oh, it was yeah. just like what was that? The tunnel? Yeah, yeah that was the tunnel. It's like tunnel. all of these dudes and goons and everyone wilding out. And then you saw this white dude just chilling out, like in the, in the and I was like, yo, what does he do? What well, does he see, do? He always had the bi- the business acumen, yeah, and business. not to be racist, but he was Jewish. Yeah, and right. Jews, dudes, they know the value. They just squeeze that dollar until blood come out of it. So you know what I'm saying? Like, so he 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 knew that he was able to get into different circles. Right. And Leo, the, the what Leo did was he would get you hype about you. Yeah, yeah, that's what he would like, do. He'd be like, mm-hmm. oh come on, man, I'm telling you, guys are gonna be huge. Huge, yeah. and he would ha- he would have you feel like that because when we uh-huh. like like I said when we, when he uh when we first broke up, he was like, "Yo, yeah. I, I'm telling you, these are the things to do. 
Right. And like, I'm, I, if you, and then once we put out punks, he was like, this is going to be huge. So you, so that you don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. You don't know what the fuck. Like, you get, you get in arguments yeah. with me. I'm like, man, well, fuck you too then. <laughs> fuck you, man. Like, you, <laughs> what was the love hate? Really? So yeah. he, he was almost like an executive producer. What was he, A&R? Yeah. What was he like? He was like a, 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 a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. And he was with Electra at that time? Or no, he was, they had Rush. Had Rush we had Rush management. management. Yeah. Rush management. Baby, ah. Actually, Chris Lighty taught me how to be a road manager. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, wow. Wait, let's talk man. about you, Mark, and how you came on. Or on to, like, who recruited you? You just said, well. I was just his boy. Yeah. And you're just like, yo, come along. When the album first came out, I was in D.C. at Howard University still. Mm. And then my so parents thought I was crazy. When, when did you I start? I was, <laughs> when, when did you start? Oh wait, so you wasn't going to school and you stopped. You I stopped, stopped going to school. Ninety-one, and when Slow Down was blowing up and they was doing mad shows, X was like, "Yo, come with us." Mm-hmm. And then you, what were you doing? Were you actually a road manager? At you were first, just I wasn't. Money? I was just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. But like, then he started doing shit like, yeah. "Yo," like he just like, and Spark see Spark was good for. Like, cause Spark know how to talk. You always need somebody that know how to like talk and present themselves, as, and especially mm-hmm. with the bros. See, Spark would go out and talk and be like, "We tell Spark like, dun, dun, dun. And, he, and he go out and, and secure that. Or, or, or tell him like, "Yo, talk to the promoter, uh, do this," and then it just became official after that. But well, fuck it, he's doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do it. Word up. And what, what did Chris Lighty like? Kind of show. This he was like, just make sure. He was just always been like, "Yo, just make sure you know, get the money." Yeah, that was Chris get him there on time. Get him on time and, and the, get money. the money. Get and him on time. So he was, so he was a good role manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was always. <laughs> how did you keep Puba in line? You just. Well, I didn't have to deal with Puba. After, 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 after Puba. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. And Jay and Jamar are easy. You just. You don't even really have to tell them to be there earlier yeah. than the time. With Puba, you might have to tell him three hours before the time he's supposed to be there. Yeah. Cause he and he'll still be late. Shit. To this day. <laughs> to this day. But X and Jamar were easy because they yeah. were willing. They wanted to go to spots. They mm-hmm. wanted. Poobah for some reason didn't like traveling. Yeah. I mean, we went Japan, all over Europe. Af- we went to Africa one time. Mm-hmm. Some, this dude, we was like, "Yo, get us some weed." This dude came back with like crack. Word. I was saying, we told he, he, he and we went like, and got yeah. some weed, and it was some bullshit. We was like. Nah, son, go get some. Go yeah. get something stronger in the and motherland. Then, then he came back with a big rock. This dude's like not that strong, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not that strong. We had some Nigerian pussy. Word, wow, oh, that was crazy. <laughs> and got caught. And got caught in the middle of a war. Got caught in the war. Yeah, these dudes. Yeah, we couldn't even perform because the military started acting up. It was yeah, they nuts. was doing a, a government overthrow at the show or something. Yeah, oh, I, not, we didn't it even came, get to do the show. We didn't even get to do the show. This Damn, is on the coming. And then I, the dude was like, "I can't guarantee your safety." Well, once like, he said what? that, <laughs> I, when we came in, I had on some camouflage pants. Where like yeah, they was like a, they thought I was a soldier. You know how we yeah. rock camouflage yeah. pants yeah, back yeah, in the days. Yeah, yeah. they Yo, thought they I was a soldier. Him. They thought he was a soldier. They detained him. Word, they detained me in the back where I had somebody with me. Where I was like, "Yo, my man, yo, speak up, man. Like this don't look like it's going my way right now." Like, <laughs> they's talking about it. I'm seeing some papers come out and people stamping shit. I'm like, "Yo, speak up, man, because it don't it's, look like." <laughs> it's funny y'all had uh, y'all had scribble here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We did a tour in Germany with them. Back in the day, well, young, young black, black teenagers. teenagers. Yeah, wow. yo, that shit was crazy. Where at the end, somehow, I don't know who got the idea, 
We was on the plane flight back home. Dudes oh, wanted man. to smoke weed. Word. But at that time, you could smoke on international flights. Yeah, yeah. Two, the last two rows, you could smoke cigarettes. But so they wanted to smoke weed. We yeah. we taking turns in the bathroom smoking weed. The flight lands. The police is there. They detain one of the young black people. Well, we walking out and we see the police and we walking down. I just know they're gonna stop. Oh shit! We walk out. They're like, "You come over here." I'm like, "That's my man." But y'all, you know what happened? <laughs> Yo, I don't know what happened to dude. It wasn't Scribble. It was the other dude. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. 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 House party. Yeah. House party. Yeah. Nah, nah. The other guy. The one with the dreads. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 Uh huh. Firstborn or whatever. Firstborn. So, where's yeah. Mark? You kind of got on with In God We Trust with the second right. album, right? Actually, before I was going to do, sh actually, the first time I went on the road with them, it was in North Carolina. It was De La Tribe. I think Rakim was on there. Big Daddy. Oh, I was shit, always man. thought of you guys as like the unofficial members of Native Tongue for some reason. Yeah, people always yeah, thought that. People always but we're tight that. with them. Those yeah, I, was, I know you was tight with Quest. We did a lot of shows with Definitely. them. Buster and all. Like, Definitely. I mean, I remember being on doing shows with them and busting them barely had $20. Word. Word. <laughs> like, yo, God, yo, can I buy, yo, yo, can I get I'm, some I'm, of We used to do shows. Remember when Akineli wouldn't let Nori smoke? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, yeah. Akineli said Nori because when, when Nori, Nori not gonna, was first coming out. Let some smoke. Noriega? When Noriega was first Nori coming out, he would go and do shows with Ock right yeah. before the old CNN thing uh -huh. jumped mm -hmm. off. That's when Ock had put it in your mouth and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, for some reason, he wouldn't let Nori smoke. So Nori, Nori was like maybe like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Nori was oh, young. Yeah. He was like, nah, he can't, yo ex, yo don't, don't be smoking with him. And then I, he come to my door and be like, come on in, man, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we we could go back with a lot of dudes like young Usher when Usher was Usher, first coming definitely. out when he was like fourteen. He would be at, with us in like celeb. Remember when they do all the do the celebrity games? Basketball. Yeah, like yeah, remember basketball. the city college thing? Yeah, uh -huh, yeah. We would yo for some reason in New York and the whole East Coast it was like a big celebrity. Mm -hmm. Um, basketball was, was that when Usher was fucking with Puffy yeah back in the day yeah mm. yeah we know Usher from like 14 years old trying yeah. to fuck older chicks with us Usher like, was mm. there with us at the it was a it was a legendary basketball game that went down I remember we had a show in Massachusetts that right. night but we went to the game at City College we was there when the people got trampled yeah. oh shit when, when we were oh. when we were coming in yeah, to the place like for us to get in it was such a house we, we was like yeah. yo this ain't gonna be good, yo. So y'all bounced. You no, we, we, no, we st we, we stayed, stayed for oh, a minute, but then you started seeing them. You started seeing like through. like people like them bringing people in and laying them out. Like a good friend of mine who I went to school with, Sonia, she died on yeah. on, the, on that court. She died, yo, and that shit was crazy, man. Because Mike Tyson was there, everybody, everybody was, was, there. was there. Like we was actually at that game. We had to leave. Like we left at halftime. And by half, to, like, I don't even think they could play the game because they had overbooked. And you couldn't, like, the stairwells was like a stairwell, but it was so hot in that stairwell. Because the gym is at City College, yeah, downstairs. Yeah, so yeah. everybody had to get down, and it was just like the stampede. And, uh, yo, that shit was that, that haunted Puffy. Yeah, like, it, did, it fucked him up yeah. for about a year, yeah. too. He had to regroup from that. Yeah. But That's it was—it's funny. He he took the blame, but it was also heavy. D. Jessica was and Jessica, bar. yeah, Jessica. It was those Jessica three. Was but yeah. Puffy, like, Puff took the heat. Took the yeah, heat Puff for that took shit. the heat for that. Yeah. I guess I think he took the heat because he was in the the first one in front of the camera, right? Right, right. I, I think he know, he, he, he did Puff. like the interview or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. that shit was crazy, man. That shit was dead end. Like we've been out last while. I was there when Big L got killed. I was like, oh my god. The the, the day before L got killed, me and him went to Diamond's crib, and we did some shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, yo, I don't like my verse. 
and he wanted to erase his verse. And I was like, yo, that shit sounded like fire to me, son. He's like, nah, X, I could do it better. The day I was, I was going to pick up, because we was going to Diamond Script in Jersey. Uh -huh. So the day I was going to pick him up to go back to Jersey, he called me. Yeah. And he was like, yo, like, I was speaking to him, but I could tell there was a lot of shit going on around him. Because he's speaking to me, and he's like, yeah, X, and I'm talking to him, and I'm hearing shit in the background. Yo, I, yo, I, I might not be able to make it today, this and that. Then I'm coming to Diamond I'm going to Diamond Script. And he's like, yo, they shot L. I'm like, what you mean they shot out? I just spoke oh, to him. Wow. And I doubled back and I and I went I went on and I, I, I seen him over there. I didn't want to go over there and look at him per oh, se shit. like that. Yeah. But I seen him over there and I was like, damn, son. Word up. Like and and I and to this day I was like, I should have saved that verse. Because the verse was fire. But he was such a perfectionist. Oh, so you actually deleted it. Yeah, we deleted oh, the joint. Word. Damn. Damn, man. Word. So like that, that's what I said, man. We we, we seen a lot of shit, man. What at, at that time? I feel like everyone wanted us to dot feature, yo. Yeah, yeah. Was doing, it was like it was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. You was on a lot of shit. Lot like of shit, everyone man. wanted that voice on a record, yo. My man and them uh, beat, oh, oh, beat nuts. Well, I, I like fashionable. I tried to literally write down one day everybody that I did some shit with. Yeah, and this shit was crazy, y'all. Like it, like from. Biggs. It goes from Biggs. That's big Jay. session was yep. dope. Talk I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you about the big session, Jay session. I get a call one day. I'm in the crib. Somebody called me from Rockefeller. Yeah. They're like, "Yo, Jay wants you to do a a hook for him. This and that. Uh, we are gonna send you a plane." Wait, wait. What, what's the year? What year is this? This, this is, is what 2002, 2002, 2003. So this is after Blueprint. Yeah. That somebody calls me and they like from Rockefeller. Like, yo. Jay went, I'm like, yeah, right, I right. like, they ain't fucking with me, like, who the fuck is calling? <laughs> so then they call me back, and it's him on the phone, like, yo, yo, son, like, we gonna go to, this, we gonna go to Virginia, Virginia tomorrow yeah. and do this, that, and I'm, we, we gonna knock it out. So he hung up, I'm waiting now for somebody from Rockefeller to call me, like, what, where's my plane ticket? Like, where I'm going, what airplane am I fly out of? It's the clear for it. Yeah, yeah. somebody, and about... Maybe about four or five hours later, somebody called me, be like, yo, there's going to be a car to come pick you up. They're going to take you to the airport. So I get in the car, and like I'm thinking we're going to Queens or this or that. Yeah. We're going over the bridge, over the George Washington Bridge to Jersey. I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like, yo, where the fuck we going, son? Like, I tell the driver, like, yo, where we, where I'm going? He's like, we're going to Teterboro. We get over to Teterboro. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we go to the airport, and the plane is there. You know, like Jay's joint. So we get on the plane. Like we, private shit. Yeah, some private shit. We get on there. It's, it's mad. It's food on the plane. Lobster. I'm like, oh, shit. It's going to be some shit right here. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be some real live shit. We fly down to Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. You know, we go to Pharrell joint. Now, mind you, Jay working on about eight or nine songs. Uh, one of the songs, baby, how you doing? Excuse me, miss. Uh, excuse me, miss. That's in one studio. It's another song that's going on. And the song that I did, I did the video, um, uh, uh, the verse, the, the chorus for. Uh, that he, he never later, put it out. Yeah, he never put it out. He later used it for the joint with him and Uncle Murder. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah yep. he used oh, it. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he used it for that joint yeah, later wait, on. Wait, which one was this? It came out on the mixtape. Yeah, yeah, on the mixtape. He used it, Uncle Murder and, and used that joint. But like, wait, what song was that? Uh, you got to pull it up. It's not South Philly, right? Um, it wasn't South Philly, no. Hey, baby, something, something, I remember I did oh, yeah. it. We went down there, and like, uh, Pharrell is there. He's he's amped up. We going back and forth. Jay, and the, that's when I seen his work ethic. Yeah, I seen his work ethic that day. I was like, damn. He got this song going on here, this song going on in this one, this song going on another. That's why he I was could like, do an album. Serious about like his shit. Uh -huh. That's when that. That's when I, that. And see, 
I learned from everybody. On that moment, I learned, get your shit together, son. Like, if you want to do what you do, you see your man is working on four or five joints at one time. Get your shit together. They paid me. I went back home. Then, like, a week later, they said, Jay got another check for you. I was like, oh, man, a champion, man. That's how it was good, yo. But you know what? One of my favorite tracks that you did with Biggie, Come On. Come On. That was never put on the album. And I always wonder why the fuck. Puff never put that shit on the album. I'll tell you why. <laughs> tell him why. Right. Yo, listen. This was in the days of the label finagle. Right. Uh-huh. The, the label finagle. finagle would be like, they would finagle like, you might do a song with somebody and they pay you one time and then they finagle it another check, but it goes to them. Understand? Mm-hmm. I, did a, I did a song. I did right. a song. Mm-hmm. They paid me. Yeah. A week, two later, I'm in the show. A check comes. It says addressed to Derek Murphy. That's my name. Yeah. Derek Murphy. I said, well, hey, I must have did a good job. They're paying me again. <laughs> I take the check. I go to the bank. I cash the check. It was Puff's P- check. Puff, call, yeah, it was, <laughs> Puff calls me. Yo, did you get a check in the mail? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Listen, hey. Calls me again. It says that somebody cashed the check in your account. I said, son. And, and I told him. I was like, listen. Puff, man, you know I know you, man. We good. But... It got to me, yeah, you know. Like, hey man, that's, hey boy, that's like that's roll of the dice. I won that one. They decided not to put it on the album because of that. Big was mad at that. Is that why? Yeah, oh, that's why. Big was mad. I, at I that. thought they didn't put it on the album because um, at the time, and it was a different beat. Too. The, exactly. The yeah. yeah. At the time with um, Puff, the original version of um, Ready to what was the Biggie first album? Ready to die. Ready to die. die. It was like all hardcore. Right. But then Puff was like, "Yo, this is too hardcore. We need to put some more um, R and B, right. more radio, so radio wait. shit." So wait. I thought that's why they took that what, song. What, off whatever the album. it was, Big was mad, and then Puff was mad at me. But then, and then it got finally got to a point like yo son like listen I know who you got running with you because he kept asking but you know who I got running with me yeah we be a spot so how, like we, 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 we can snap but if we snap it's gonna be worse but, but eventually it was it, the remix is put on the um the Biggie album mm-hmm. like right after death the, the, the remix the one the one that after he passed away that was garbage right. the remix was garbage yeah. it was it was horrible man. Biggie would not have coached yeah, it was whack as it, fuck it, it, it was they by kept the finesse version it was the hottest version of trash <laughs> imaginable to man wait which album was this was that the Biggie Duets? The Born... Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, born, yeah. No, yeah. Um, born... Born Again? Born Again. Born Again. It was... It was, it was oh, actually, it was Duets. It was Duets. The Duets. The Biggie Duets. Exactly. If Big would have been alive, he wouldn't have coached. That was... Yeah, that was yeah, that. horrible, man. That was wait, like, wait. Six? So, wait. If, six? if you yeah. had you given Puff that check... I might, it might would have been there, but I don't know. But, like, that was all... Because I know Stretch Armstrong would play that song all the time. yeah, yeah. And then like Ben, like Puff tried to strong on me, like yo, this and that. And he had his people, granted, but he knew I had my people. You know what I'm saying? And, but listen, was you guys cool with Puff? Because yeah, I was cool. I'm still He's cool. from Mount Vernon. Yeah, yo, Puff, was show, and it was like you t- said, Puff. Puff was always the master, like of doing shit. Yeah, like, of doing shit. Parties. He had yeah. some of the best parties. Of course, all like the when time. we was when we was eighteen, nineteen. He was doing parties. All back the then. chicks would yeah. go to their parties, and you'd go there because you know if Puff was throwing some shit. Uh-huh. Groovy uh-huh. Lou and all them. Yeah, Groovy Lou and all them. I've they been had... to a Puff party. She was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the white party. Yeah. She was crazy. <laughs> I don't think Puff really fucked with me too much after that either. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really fuck with me no more. He didn't have to. You, you know, know what I'm saying? There's a story I heard about like. This has to do with Grand Pooba and Puff in the studio doing um what's the four one one? Okay. Was there beef? I heard like Puff and Grand Pooba got into a fight. 
I never heard of that one. But I and, know, and, and, and that's why he I know Poobah smashed Mary and yeah. Puff smashed Mary. So maybe, maybe it was that was. Yeah. And then that's why Biggie got on the remix and they never released the I could see original. That I, I Puff is petty that. like that. That that sounds Puff is petty. Really? He's petty like that. I could see that happen. It was on porn again, by the way. I could see that happen. Because mm-hmm. Puff is like that. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, no, the what's the four one one um off the Mary J album? It was yeah, supposed see, to be I never Max. knew I never knew nothing about that. Like, it was supposed to be Poobah. It was Grand Poopa on that yeah, on the original version. On the original yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. And then remember, Dreams is like kind of that's the remit of what's the four one one. Right. As I sit back, relax, right. mm-hmm. book a blunt, drink back. That was supposed to be a remix to that. That was oh. the remit of what's the four one one. Okay, so what did I have to do with the beef with Poopa? Grand Poopa smash Mary J. That's and why they, they did the remix. Cause that was supposed to be a single. And then yeah. Puffy smashed Mary Jane and he was not. It was cool. probably a little. Because oh. I could yeah, see that. Either. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. hey. Max used to always be fucking around with Mary and them. And say, so I could say, so I, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go on that angle. I could listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. You know? And now that I give up, I just don't need no more beef right, right. now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> So the wait, did you um, so you and Puff ever squash that shit or not really? Not really. And like the thing wow. is like I never really seen Puff no more after that. Mm-hmm. Like I would see him from afar like yeah, I did yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. always be like a the mad rush entourage rush in and entourage out. I never really got face to face like this close to him. How was it like uh recording with Biggie in the studio? She was crazy. Swag was there. We we we, we, Biggie we had, was the best. We had we, we we had Mad Bottle. C's. C's was there. We we, oh, we had a Nino. box of blunts. <laughs> and I, I sat there and I wrote my shit. I wrote boom boom. Wrote my shit. Big I, I just seen Big Big would smoke smoking million blunts. He never he wrote shit walk, then. He was walking he back and forth. He just mumbled to himself. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm ready. And he went in and did the Yo, show. I was so really mad. never wrote nothing. Fuck. I was so mad when that song wasn't on the album. Yeah, that I shit was, was like, mean. Fuck, man. Are you serious? That shit was mean. Yeah. That shit was like 90s boom bap. Like, and the ill yeah. shit was, like, when we did that song, I had a copy of it. And one time, we was in D.C. And I had Regina with me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's when the song first came out. And she ran up on Biggie. And I told her, I said, yo, if you see Biggie, don't do it. Please don't do it. And she oh, she's ran a vibe die. She ran up on him. Oh yeah, I done been in like, Def Jam like, and she done sparked it off with beef. Was she but, ran uh, up like how come this wasn't on the album? She no, she ran up on big and was like, I got seven Mac elevens, about eight thirty-eight <laughs> nine nine. I was like, why'd you do that, yo? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Big was like, yo, you better marry her. Word, I remember you said that. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Word. I was like, yo, don't do it. Regina, Regina ran, ran up on Regina big. one time ran up on Elliot Wilson. Yeah. Because Elliot Wilson had gave a negative review about something where really? she ran up on him so much where I had to get involved. And I was yeah. like, damn, I didn't was at really Roselands. It was some party. Going I think on. I was smoking and drinking, and, uh, yeah. and all of a sudden I see over there, and I'm like, damn, yo, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was going to have a beef today where I had to go over there. Like, damn, I think. Yeah. Thanks. That's Thanks. crazy, yo. <laughs> Elliot Wilson. Word. Oh man! So Wild Cowboys. Yes, sir. After uh, what do you call it? Actually, let's go to um after um. In yeah. God we trust. In God we trust. What is born? Okay, uh, now I'm not talking. What is born? It's like I feel like y'all was influenced from the L.A. On the what West is Mom's whack? That was the other album, right? right. I wouldn't say that, man. I just, <laughs> I, I just felt like it was like more y'all been hanging on the West Coast a lot. Right. So it had like that kind of West yeah. Coast sound. But see, that, and, and see, the thing is. I think I, I I went for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like I should have been more vocal. Cause you see, 
like you you hear that album and then you hear all of that. My yeah. joint. Yeah. My joint don't really sound like nothing else on that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, exactly. It, it, yeah. I, I stand by it. It was cool, but if I had to do it again, I'd be like, yo, we need some more beats from where we from. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, 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 all right, the West Coast is cool, and, but that's they shit. Yeah. We need some more shit. And y'all was also on the uh, Ministers of to Society soundtrack yeah, right. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that Word is Bond song was crazy. Oh, yeah, the Word is Bond That was dope. Yeah. That was one of the ones that, that we was were crazy. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah. In LG projects, and we and I was wildly impressed by the production. I was yeah. like, "Yo, these motherfuckers killed this yeah. shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was the main video because see, back then it was another underworld figure running around world. If you if you Google underworld underground figures, New York world, yeah. Lafayette Garden projects, world, f- f- who was fucking with Lil Kim, that world. So like uh, he he we, we was we was good over there in LG and that's when LG was on fire over there. So we did that video over there and like you said I I, I do like the production on that one. Yeah, yeah. That's when I stand by. Couple of other joints I feel we went a little left. You know like because that was the anthem. I remember yeah. we was bumping that shit yeah. heavy. Yeah. yeah. And then the way that that the horns came in when, when the, the, that song that, that, that was white band sample. Yeah, that's that's that, that was hard. That was hard. Yeah. 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 So you wasn't on, you wasn't on board for that shit. For some of it, like I was on board for the I stand by the album to this day. Mm-hmm. I just felt that we could have did a couple of more beats that was uh more East Coast, more East Coast mm-hmm. conducive to where we was from. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. caught a lot of flack over that. You know, but. Because my dude, especially in the Bronx, my dudes in the Bronx, they didn't really understand that one. Mm-hmm. That's why I knew immediately Wild Cowboys. Right. I immediately had to come with that. That's And then that's when I was like, yo, full steam ahead. Damn. Well, first first single was uh, Lump Lump, right? Lump Lump. Buck Wow. And then the second one was, was it Stages and Lights? Stages and Lights. Yeah. yeah. Showbiz. Showbiz. Fuck. Dude, Stages and Lights was... Fucking. I forgot about that one. He just played it before you got here. That was just a crazy. Yeah, yeah. The like, one was, was a good shit. intro. I thought that was a good first single. And um, fuck, man. And see, like, yeah. stages. I, I, I probably ain't even supposed to say, but like, Showbiz did that. Mm-hmm. People don't know the, the depths of Showbiz. Showbiz. Is Understand. Yeah. Understand. Oh, no, no, no doubt. Yeah. Showbiz is the boss. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck all this rap shit. Yeah, I done seen Showbiz mobilize a force and clear shit out. Something happened that day when we was doing stages and lights. When Showbiz made a call, but like, yo, get the car and bring that shit down here. I don't give a fuck who's in the car. Get it down here. 15 minutes later, the car was down here. X, I'm sorry about that. Boom, bang, boom. Hey, show, hey, hey. So, like, so Showbiz did that joint. So, that was just a whole overall Bronx for Money Boss players, uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Buck Wild, Diamond D. So that was that was like I brought it. I brought it back home on that one. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking crazy. So then, where you were touring and wait, Mark, you was you was rolling with him on tour. Oh yeah, that was a that was our yeah that, that was, was our was, shit. So I mean, okay, um, you left La, you left Electra and you got signed to Loud Records. Loud, yeah, yeah Steve Rifkin. Steve Rifkin. And it was bugged out because I could have went with Loud or I could have went with Def Jam because right. Russell called me. Uh-huh. You know, and I would have went with Russell. It was just the fact that Steve Rifkin had called me first, yeah. and I, I, and we I in cool my mind, I was C cool with Maddie and Scott, and, uh, uh-huh. and I felt like well, that's damn. what we was always mm-hmm. go to Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, we used to always go to Brooklyn and hang out with Free and them because they was fucking with Biggie and Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. I, 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 I just felt fuck. It. I, I can't. I can't like because it, it happened the day I was supposed to sound with Loud. I get a call from Def Jam. Right, uh, and it's Russell on the phone. It would have been through Dante. Yeah, yeah and I was like, "Damn, man!" Like, 
I could do this, but my loyalty, that like I, I'm yeah, big yeah. on loyalty and trust, and and that would have been turncoat to me. Mm -hmm. That would have been. I said, fuck it, we gonna go this way. Do you, do you think it would have been uh, a like a bigger project on Def Jam or not? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because Loud was kind of popping with. Yeah, it was big. I think yeah. for what I did at the time, Loud was the best. I think Loud was more. I was popping more than Def Jam at the time. Yeah, at that time, it was. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like, Def Jam had just was about to. They was on the smooth the hustler tip around. And that's when they like totally flipped the whole shit around. Mm -hmm. I think Loud for what I was doing for what Wild Cowboys album was at that time. That was the best place. Mm -hmm. for me to yeah, definitely. Yeah, shit, that's crazy. Word, that was the best place. And then you know later on, if a lot of a lot of consequences came. Rikers Island got involved. Right. Well, I mean, do you want to do you want to get in? I can. Yeah. I, 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 but, but, after, but before that, um, you and and Brand Newman got back together. Yeah, we did. We did. And we did, did a couple of projects. You got on. Uh, um, you signed with Avister. Or did yeah. a one album deal with Avister. Yes, with the foundation. The foundation. Yeah. Foundation. Now, how did that come about? Yeah. How did that happen? Well, at that point, you know, it was basically who really got us together. Was uh Jeff Dixon? Jeff, yeah. Jeff Dixon, Shaka Shaka Dixon's brother, uh, down there. Ludacris, uh, Ludacris people, people. people, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Jeff was like, "Yo, man, y'all need to knock this bullshit off." You know, Jeff always was a straight shooter. Like, come on, man. We got back to and and, oh. and he was right. We got back together. We went to the studio and we threw that. And we, we we put that out, and that was a good album. I think that it didn't get to do that it, that that it could have gotten, but. I wasn't mad at it. You know, I said that I got a good story. Okay, um, y'all did the album album listening party or release party at Belmont Lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, <laughs> I guess y'all had a DJ. So after the, the release party, I DJ. Okay. So I got on and I started playing like other hip hop songs, and some dude from your entourage came up to me. He was like, "Yo, why are you playing other people's shit? <laughs> Who was that?" I don't know. It was like, yo, I want to hear Brand Nubian right now. I'm like, dude, um, th th that yeah. party's over with, man. I'm just playing hip hop. He's like, yo, man, I'm gonna fuck you up if you don't play Brand Nubian. <laughs> 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 so, 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 like, <laughs> so I fucking took my headphones off. I went to security. Right there, like, I'm like, yo, some motherfucker threatening me, man. You better kick his ass. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> over the years, we've always had over, yeah, over zealous. I could imagine, yeah. Listen, oh. before we used to do shows, we used to have Brand Nubian group talk. Like, listen, we going downtown. We gonna do a show because see, you gotta understand, New Road was hyped then. Mm -hmm. So we'd have, we went to DC to do a show. We had about thirty cars mm -hmm. to go to DC. So yeah, man, we man. would have this Nurshell group chat. Listen, we're going to do the show. Let us do the show and secure the money. Right. Anything you do after that is on you. Yeah. If you choose to fuck something up, you gonna hold that because because we not gonna hold that. We and, and that's how we shot Shoot, the album release party of Kilimanjaro's. It was like a hundred of us. Yeah, Kilimanjaro's. Legendary. Like a hundred video music. Yeah. That party's legendary. Legendary. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think all crews do that. Yeah. Remember when Nas and them was coming out? All the time. Yo, yeah. Everywhere they performed, they shot I, it I up. I ain't yeah. a friend. I was kind of scared. Country I was like, club? oh, man. Yeah. This is going to fuck me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were some wild dudes, definitely. Do you feel like uh, Foundation maybe was like maybe a, a year or two late? I, I felt, I didn't feel it was a year too late. I felt that we needed some better promotion on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt that uh, we also could have used. Because when did that come out? 98? What was that, 98? And I felt that it was one or two songs short of something. Like, I felt like if we could have got those one or two more songs, those big songs, 
it could have it, it could have done. I felt like better. "Don't Let Get to Your Head" was like dope. We yeah, were like feeling yeah, like, yeah. "Oh shit, this is mm-hmm. this is this sounds like you know mm-hmm. something." And then we felt like as a listener, my you know, yeah. me and my boys, we felt like the label just gave up. Yeah, yeah. basically. Well, see, what happened was during that time. That's when Arista switched over. That's when uh, what, what's my man who came into the L.A. Reed and all them switched the whole Arista but, thing. But over. I felt like there was no hip hop artist like Arista. Right. At Still the time, I mean, you had like um, LAV, you had like um, right. Outkast and shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. But Avis, you was you was um, came out straight through Avista. Yeah. And there was like no hip hop artists. Well, on Drew Dixon, at the time. I think they had a deal, uh, a relationship with Drew Dixon. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, that's and how. Lionel and Lionel Ridenour and so yeah, they, didn't, they didn't know how to promote the album. They didn't. They was more R and B. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it felt like they did the the, the first single, and then they were like, uh, I think "Yeah, that's this, it. This is, yeah. this is good enough." Yeah, that's right? it. Yeah. yeah, and I and we were just like, "Yo, I thought it was just gonna be." Yeah, there was gonna be more. Well, L.A. Reid kind of left, right? Yeah. They, they started LaFace and just was doing that whole thing mm. with Goody Mob and yeah, Outkast yeah, exactly. But yeah. that was like earlier. That was like yeah, like 95. Yeah. That was that was way earlier and stuff like that. Shit, man. Well, oh, that's when uh, what you call it took over, because it was uh, my man, the legend. What's the old Jewish dude? Clive. Clive Davis. Clive, oh, yeah. Clive uh, Davis Clive, took Clive, over. Clive, Clive, Clive. That's right. Well, of course, I mean, I, I can understand how that happened. <laughs> yeah, 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 you already know. You already know. And see, Clive is dollars and cents. Yeah, uh-huh. he's dollars and cents. Yeah, been there for a hundred years. Yeah, his way is <laughs> successful. Brother yeah. Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, I yeah. couldn't really be mad at him. You know, that's his formula. That's his blueprint. That's what he do. Is that when he brought in like Alicia Keys and all that shit? Yeah, that was right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah right before. Yeah. Shortly yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right after. Yeah. It started. Uh, what was the label? J Records. J Records. Then that boy dudes with me specifically right back to the grind. Yeah, because he had like Music Soul Child. And <laughs> yep, J Records. Yeah, yeah like uh, I think Jaheem, like a lot of Jaheem. Nah, Jay, nah, Music Soul Child was on Def Jam. Right? Okay, he was right. on Def. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, what was what was that you were talking about? What uh, before we started recording about Jeru, the damager? Oh yeah, Jay yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm just I ain't gonna say no specific names, <laughs> but what I'm gonna say is it's a rap group that uh, was out and they we'll, was doing we'll what bleep they, it, we'll bleep it. Yeah, they was doing what they were. Well, bleep you bleep it. Yeah, well, yeah, it, yeah. it was. It was. And something happened. I don't know. Hey, wait, Jay, it was. Something happened. I don't know. Jay it was in the tunnel. Came down. And he was like, yo, listen, fuck all y'all niggas. Who I want to do it. Somebody got smacked. Yeah. <laughs> smacked. And he was somebody. like, I'll smack you. I'll smack you, 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 and you. you <laughs> and you. I think Murray jumped into the fold somehow. Yeah. He got smacked. And then it was like, yo, whatever. Mind you, Jay Wu had all these dudes from Brooklyn, East New York. Yeah, East New York. All these Linden Plaza, all them, the pink houses, all the nothing but rah rah dudes with him. Uh Hey, that's what happened. That and that's when back in the day. That's what I said. Like social media, social media. But I looked at a beef with Little Uzi Vert <laughs> and the plug yeah, walk. Kid. Yeah, Rich, Rich, Rich the, the kid. kid, Rich the kid, and yeah. Little Uzi. I, I give the props to Little Uzi Vert yeah. because Rich the kid, plug walk. I don't know. You know, I teach in the school. I teach in the school. I teach seventh and eighth grade rap, uh-huh. middle school. Yeah. Plug walk. No, 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 no. Plug walk. <laughs> when that shit happened, I pulled that video up. I said, "Look at look, look at your man Plugwalk. Yeah. Plugwalk yeah. runs, <laughs> runs, goes behind the counter and and uh, it was a bodega. Yeah, so oh, was that Starbucks? Yeah, oh, Starbucks. He goes behind the bodega. I'm like, what are the people in the store gonna do? And Lil Uzi is standing in the front. 
He has on a pair of pink high tops. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Lil Uzi's like 5'2". Five 5'2". Two. Five yeah. five two, he has on some pink high tops, some sweatpants, and he's holding his hand yeah, like, like this. He, he, he keeps having his hand in his shirt like this. And I'm, <laughs> Rich Kid is standing on the side. Then he goes behind the counter, and I'm like, what was that about? See, like, that's this new shit. Yeah. This new, like, this and that. Back in the days, somebody would be like, all right, when I see you, we just gonna throw our hands up, son. Be prepared. When I see you, if you don't throw your hands up, I'm gonna knock your fucking head off. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't. I don't promote violence, and yeah. I love. I love all these kids. Like I want these kids because I can't get mad at the opportunity that I didn't have that these kids get. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be smarter with it and do what they do. I just think it's the, everyone has a phone and a camera yeah. right now. Like right. you can't really do that shit anymore. You can't. Yeah. You're gonna you go to jail. You, you can't do any. Yeah. Listen. I've just been in, I've seen arguments of people have, and then all of a sudden you got five motherfuckers with the camera. I'm like, we're just having an argument right now, but right. it's being filmed. You're waiting right. for something to jump off. Yeah, you're waiting for something to jump off. And it's it's crazy, man. It's it's like, I teach seventh and eighth grade, middle school. You teach them hip-hop? Yeah, I teach them hip-hop, middle school. I have a curriculum, uh, everything. And it's like, I play these videos, and then we, we, we do reality versus the bullshit. That's the that's what it's called. And my class, reality versus the bullshit. And they'd be like, well, yeah, Mr. Murphy, you're right about that. This and that. And we did plug walk. When that happened, I was like, see? And they was like, yeah, Mr. Murphy, you're right. Like some some of these songs, when these kids talk about, oh, I had this much cocaine, or I've been in the jailhouse. I've been like, yo, you ever been in the jailhouse before? Has he has he ever been in the jailhouse? Well, Mr. Murphy, he hasn't. I've been in the jailhouse. So all that shit that he's talking is not true. You know, but like I said, like, I don't try to discredit these kids. Mm-hmm. They're young. I just hope they learn in the future. They, they, they're getting a lot of money. Just be smart with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I never want to come off as that old hater. Because nobody, nobody likes the old hater. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what is the, the biggest thing that you notice, the, the biggest change in the 7th and 8th graders that you're teaching right now to just... The biggest difference. The biggest difference of the seventh and eighth graders that I noticed now from when I was in eighth, seventh and eighth grade. When I was in seventh and eighth grade, at least we could read, literally read. You know, I, and I tell the kids in my Is class. Is that bad now? Yes, I, I put. A, it's a big sign in my classroom. It says, "If you can't read, you can't lead. If you can't read, you can't lead." So like. All the time, like, I get wise guys in the classroom. Oh, uh, Mr. Murphy, I'll, I'll be teaching something. I'll see something fly against the board. And I'll just be like, yo, check it out. Everybody check out your book. Go to this paragraph. Son, since you wanted to be Mr. Funny Man, come on up to the front. Read this. <laughs> oh, Mr. Murphy, why you have to do that? Oh, yeah, it's funny. And I tell them, like, all the kids, like, a lot of times I have to break it down to them. Like, because they think they see all this video shit and think, like, one kid... He told me, actually, yo, I'm going to call my uncle and tell him to come to the school and fuck you up. Good enough. Let's review what you just said. Okay, the school is right here. Albany Projects is right here. I know a thousand dudes in Albany Projects. Mm. Boom. I'm going to call about five of those dudes to come over here. Mind you, up the block, St. John's in Utica. Home of the lowlifes. Mm-hmm. Lowlifes, which I'm a part of. The- I'm going to call all these about dudes. the polo dudes. Polo yeah, dudes. Yeah. I'm going to call them over here. And then by the time your uncle get to school, what I'm supposed to do with you? I'm going to just fuck you up right now. So by the time your uncle come up here, we got a reason to thump. 
And then, then they think about it and be like, yo, I'm like, watch your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like these kids, they see all this shit. They see these kids like, like all these rappers, like a lot of rappers, they get on social media, they back and forth. Then when they see each other, nothing happens. Yeah. Back in the days, if you had a beef with somebody, if you down, see them, you better be prepared right to thump. Yeah. Throw your hands up or you're going to get punched in the well, face. Well, not everybody could talk shit like everyone now, right? I mean, back in the day, talking shit was like an art. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like everyone could talk shit now. Yeah. And it's like, it, it, it's, it's, you can create your own persona. Right. You can you can do it. Like, I argue with the kids all the time. Like, but Mr. Murphy, he has a, a, a million views. How many shows has he done? Mm-hmm. You know, I tell the kids, like, when you have to, see, like, it's, it's funny because a lot of these artists nowadays, when they have a hit song, they only have to come to a club. Like, you might get and a club in Vegas. Song. You get f- however thousands of dollars. You just have to come do that song and talk to the people and be out. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, you couldn't do no shit like that. And I'm not mad at it. It's just, it, it just bugs me out, like, how the times have, have really flipped like that. Word. I'm not mad at it. You know, these kids, I, I will never be mad at it. You can't stop time, but it's just bugged out, like, how the game has come. Well, I think it's bugged out that there's a, there's a hip-hop class, because I would have never gotten See, in my hip-hop class, we go, we, and, 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 and the th- see, the thing is, to make my hip-hop class work, what I've seen is, if you have a baby, a little baby, you, what happens when you give a baby too much food? He throws up. Mm-hmm. You can't give a baby too much food. Mm-hmm. I give them a little food, then I let them do what they do. Like in my class, we, 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 we have what's known as Video Friday. I'll let you play any video you want to play in my class, provided it doesn't have too much cursing. And you can explain to me why you want to play this video and what significance it has in this game. And they'll pick videos and we'll play it. And even the other kids will shoot it down. They're like, Mr. Murphy, this video's garbage, or this or that. And I'm like, see, it's been shot down, and we, we, we retire videos. What video? We retired, like, we, we listened to a Lil Uzi Vert video, and I, granted, I'm not mad at the young boy, but, like, we listened to, like, all my friends are dead. Yeah. I was like, so what he's essentially saying is everybody he's cool with is dead. So, like, like would you want to make a song like that? Like, yeah, Mr. Murphy. I see what you're saying. So, you know, you know, we break it down like that. But I still let them do what they do. Yeah. You know, I, I don't impede they shit. I let them do what they do. <laughs> Wait, can't, so, like, you were, you were speaking about jail and shit. Yeah. You went in the pen. Yeah. I, I know very little about this. But you, we were yeah, talking this about this earlier. Like yeah. 2006, 2000, 2007. All right, 2000, 2007 was a bad money time. I was still messing with my man and them. You know, we going back and forth between New York and Virginia, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in Washington Heights. I live there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, right, right, I'm, the I'm right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Same right in the way. hub. It's Same like I live way. in the hub. So I'm, I can do... Th- Long story short, we used to deal with some Dominican dudes. They was right around that block. day. Yeah. Some other dudes that always pressing me, yo, Papa, I, I, what, what, what you want, Papa? I, I have what you want. What, what, what you want? Fuck it. I'm going to fuck with y'all today. Went and messed with my man. Gave him my, my my peoples came up, gave him a lot of bread. I gave him like sixteen thousand dollars. Granted, it might not be that much in the scale of whatever, but that sixteen thousand yeah, dollars meant yeah. a lot to lot to me. Yeah, niggas beat my man. Yeah, all right, good enough. My man told me don't don't even sweat that, son. Nah, fuck that. I took it personal. Fuck that. Seen dude one day. 
with my cousin. My cousin told me. He had an iguana. I chased him. The iguana fell. I threw the iguana in the sewer. Mind you, I didn't know they had an animal police-like thing, like an animal police service. Like, oh, where people was animal like, control. like yeah, animal, animal control. Protective, protective, protective animals, animal. Yeah. Where they came and actually had guns. It was like, talk about I was going to get arrested for that shit if they couldn't get the iguana so out. So they, they uh, reported you? Yeah. Like, some people around here pointed me like, he the one that threw the iguana in the, the sewer. In the sewer. And yeah. this oh, and that. Shit. So th- this luckily, right there on like 158th yeah, Street. Luckily, the they was able to get the <laughs> iguana out of the sewer. Or if he would have been missing or died, I might would have went to jail from the animal police. So, boom. I was like, all right. I seen dude one day. I seen him going up Broadway. I chased him. I was like, son, like, we're not going to keep doing this all the time. And granted, I did have my gun on me. If I would have caught him that day, thank goodness, thank my father. Because I was already mad my father had just passed. Yeah. So I was already on attack mode. I seen him, and, I, and and granted, if I'd have had a clear shot on him, I'd have blew his, I'd have blew his head off. Good enough. Boom. One day, I was going to the store, and uh, it was when they had a, in New York, they had one of them times, it was a subway strike. Where the subways wasn't working, I was supposed to go downtown, yeah, I couldn't do like- it on the subway. I, I remember, I went to get a haircut. Well, first of all, I seen them dudes, I seen some of his friends up the block, I was like, yeah, you punk ass man. When I see him, and granted, my people kept telling me, Leave it alone, son. Yeah. Fuck it. We, it, it. It's a loss. We recovered from it. Leave it alone. I took it personal because I'm like, damn, son. Like, you always see me and talking about this and that. I, I gave you some bread and you fucked my shit up. And, and now that make me look bad. So I seen some one day. And uh, he ran. He runs off again. I went to the barbershop. I went to McDonald's. When I came out of McDonald's, I was going back down the hill. I seen police racing. Woo, woo, woo. They coming up and down. Uh, Broadway. Broadway, and uh, they make a U-turn. Once they make the U-turn and and start sideways parking, sideways, sideways, mm-hmm. sideways. I'm in front of Kentucky Fried Chicken now. They get out the car. They like, they like, yo, where's that? I'm like, yo, what y'all talking about? They like, yo, where's the gun? I'm like, all right, yo, it's right here. They like, well, you got it. I'm like, I found it, y'all. I was gonna go go up to see y'all and turn it in. So <laughs> you know, I, I tried to flip it like that. Like, I'm coming for the gun control program. I found this. I'm coming. I was just coming to see y'all. It was a negative. You know, so they took me to the <laughs> They take me to the precinct now. Mind you, they take me to the precinct. I get up there. It's a it's a it's a Friday now. I already know the time is working. Yeah. It's December 24th. No, oh, I already oh, know. You'll be there all weekend. I'm like, yo, listen, get me downtown. So, like, we get in, we, we get up there. They, they bring me in the back. They're like, yo, it was a party. Like, they had a reminisce party for Biggie Smalls the day before. Mm-hmm. They get me back there. They're like, yo, uh, do you know anything about the shooting that went downtown? I'm like, yo, so y'all want me to snitch? I'm like, no, get me on the clock, yo. Let me get on the clock. I already know how this is going down. I'm already fucked up for the weekend. Get me on the clock. I just want to get on the clock so maybe I can get a bailout. Mm-hmm. I, I get on the clock. They take me downtown. They take me in the van by myself. So I already know now we're on some bullshit. We get downtown. They look at my shit. They're like, well, you got a previous charge, this and that. If you can tell us some shit, uh, we, we'll, we'll reduce it to a one to three. I already know in my mind. That's what they're going to give me anyway. Yeah. I'm like, yo, t- mm-hmm. take, take, me to, uh, take me to the booking. So they take me to the booking. I get a bailout. But mind you, that was the 24th. The 25th is Christmas. Yeah. The 26th is so, Sunday. So it's like an extra day. Yeah. I didn't get out until my birthday. I didn't get, yeah, I, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. I got out Tuesday on my birthday. 
you know, but in a sense, what that did was it fucked me up. I was working in the Neurochelle school system at that point. Mm -hmm. It fucked me up in that. It gives you a mark on your record. Right. Then I get to the island. Now, like, I already knew. Like, I fought the case for a year in the street because they kept offering me because they said I had a gun charge uh, from that. Then I had a previous gun charge of with my man Wiz in the back in the backyard shooting at BBs, but but we had a gun. That, so they, they counted, like, it was supposed to be a sealed charge. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell these kids, like, when you got a sealed charge, depending on what it is, they can reopen that yeah. shit. I'm like, don't get it fucked up. It's sealed for right now, but if, if shit get hectic, they can reopen that shit. Then they was talking about they was going to make the charge go federal, this and that. So I was like, man, like, I kept telling the lawyer, if they give me, they kept offering me five years. Five years. I went to court about four or five times. Five years. I said, if they offer me a year, I'll take the year. Finally, he got it to a year. When they offered me a year, I went that day. Step in. I went that year. I went to the island. Uh, the island, when I went there, they had just stopped smoking cigarettes. So it was on high alert. You understand? Mm -hmm. Then uh, somehow, I don't even know how they found this out. Somehow before I came into the island, I was labeled as a 5 percenter, which, which on island regulations is a gang. So I went to a gang house. Oh, so shit. now I'm in a gang house. You know what I'm saying? So... It popped in there. When, when I was in that house, I was in Ten Upper. Every single day I was there, something popped off. Something popped off. When I got there, the CO was like, Murphy? He was like, yeah. He said, you got a package. I was like, from who? I just got here. <laughs> so, they said, from somebody named the gods. <laughs> and, uh, and the gods, when I got there, I had, they gave me some wife beaters, some socks, uh, some deodorant, mm -hmm. uh, toothpaste, and all that shit. But... And, and I tell the kids, like, that's not a mark of, of honor. That was some bullshit. Because that marks me. That further marks me in life. Like, I, I, I'm not conducive to that. That's nothing I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I went there for the year. I did the year. It was some bullshit. No learning going on. Nothing. I went to the law library. I helped a couple of the older guys who, who like, basically couldn't read, really read that well. Mm -hmm. And I helped them out. But, like, that, that, that wasn't fly to me, man. Not at all. You and I'm glad I got that. I mean, like that. I mean, how how was that? Just just like, how did you get through that year? I mean, was it just? It was were you just, always on. Like, were you ready to just flex well, see, at any time? Fortunately for me, I had a lot of dudes. Like for some reason, with us, yeah. Grand Nubian dudes, always felt they had to protect us. Mm -hmm. So when I was in there, you know, like I'd get dudes that come through and be like, "Yo, son, listen, y'all niggas could do whatever y'all want to do. If something happened to the guard right here, I'm gonna cut everybody in this dorm." And I, and so, so you was good. You was protected. Yeah. Yeah. I was protected. I was good. I did have a fight, though. I had a couple of fights. Mm -hmm. And and you want to get that out as soon as possible. Because Over what, niggas though? Is well, they were just trying to test you? Over the TV. Dude, it's Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> Football games come on Sunday. This dude wanted to look at one of them novellas. Like them, them, like, I was like, yo, son, like, we're not going to do this. He tried to swing on me. Like, I, we, we thugged. Then he tried to run to the bed and act like he was going to grab something. I was right behind him. I was like, if you pull it out, you're going to eat it. You know what I'm saying? So I went through that. Uh, leaving, I got caught with cigarette. Because at one point, I was in there with some dudes from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And, like, somehow I got control of the phone. I didn't want control of the phone. <laughs> but I got control of the phone. And I'm like, damn, son. Like, 
I don't really want to do this. And my man, you know, they'd be like, nah, son, like, you're the perfect person for this because you can reason with people. So it's people wanting to use the phone. I got to write their name down and this and that. <laughs> and like, all right, you can use it at this time. And I'm like, damn, son, like, this ain't what I wanted to do. But I did that mm-hmm. and uh, shit. But, like, the, I tell people, like, the island is some bullshit. Like, it'd be a bad, like, one day, all right, we couldn't go out for recreation. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the COs didn't let us go out. The captain came through. One of the, the other inmates, yo, captain, this CO didn't let us go out for rec. The captain was like, oh, word, for real? Y'all didn't get rec? He, he admonished the CO right there. Listen, they, under the law, they required this. The CO said, okay, cool. The next day, it's blood outside. It's like damn near zero degrees. Anybody, line up for rec. Everybody line up. We go outside. It's about 20 minutes. Niggas is like, yo, son. My hands is freezing. He like, nah, y- y'all want it wrecked? Y'all stay out there. We stayed out there for two hours. Shit. By the time we got inside, my hands was throbbing. I was like, oh, my God. Then, like, different shit. One time, we, we, we missed dinner. So we go. Something happened. Shit popped off. We missed dinner. We go to dinner. Dinner was Rice Krispies with, with, with no milk or no water. <laughs> Just a bowl of Rice Krispies. I'm like, damn, oh son. So, like. That's what I told, and and that was just Rikers Island, and you know, a lot of time dudes want to go up north because when you get up north, you settle. Rikers Island, everybody's either going up north or going home, and it's like it's like purgatory. It's yeah. like the greatest. Yeah. Like if you were selling coke, that's the greatest place. Rikers, a word, you gonna be home in two months? I'll be home right after you. I'm gonna holler at you when I get home. Guns, word, you got guns. Like everybody's either going home or going up top. So mm-hmm. like. I don't know, man. Like I told people, if you want to go somewhere and get yelled at all day, uh, eat some bullshit food, get into some bullshit, Rikers Island is the place for you. You know what I'm saying? It sound like, sound like the network. Yeah. It was fucked up, man. And, like, I didn't get no points for that. I lost points for that. I lost my position in Nourishell School System. Mm-hmm. I had to regain my position in Brooklyn. But, like, I was on a good path. If I had to do it again. And the thing is, that day when I went out with the gun, I had the gun in my coat pocket. I wasn't messing I with them dudes. I but told, yeah, he but for me, going out these them past days, running up on dudes, this and that, when they see me, they already knew, yo, son going to have the gun on him. And I, and I wasn't out there that day, and that jammed me. And it was basically an overflow of, of being mad at the money. My father had just died, yeah, so yeah. it was a whole bunch of bullshit. I, and, and if it's anything I regret, I regret that because that wasn't fly, and I don't want people... To, to, to look at that on my legacy because I think I'm so much better than that. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think people yeah. look at that. No, not at all, man. For real, man. Not yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Shit. I mean, on that note, I mean, fuck, man, we really appreciate you coming through. Oh yeah, bro. man, it's good. Thanks, yeah, man. definitely. And then like, yo, I'm, I mean, it, for me, like, uh, it's like the biggest honor because you know you got as a group and as as just as uh, that album in general, just like really, really affected maybe. Like love hip hop even more and everything like that. And this is like real honor for you to have be on the show. It was a fun oh, time, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. I got to just say one story that yes, I, I did make, meet oh, you. I yeah. met you in the nineties. <laughs> okay, and I think I was like maybe eighteen. Was I on was, some bullshit? Did I get on some bullshit? Nah, nah. It was okay. it was at a strip club, the body shop. Remember that? Oh, the oh, body shop. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna oh, yeah, get my fist up to the body shop. 
Yes. And Yo, then, we uh, body shop was and I, I, I was I had like a fake ID <laughs> and it was like the it was literally the first spot I ever went to and had my first drink. Wow. <laughs> and then we saw you we saw you go in and you were hollering at some chick. And then we when we left you left and then I think I got a picture with you somewhere. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. Oh, what? that's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, yo, yeah, the body shop. Yeah, dope. yeah. That's dope. I just remember that. Can I tell people what I'm doing right now? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, check it out. This is Sadat X, one fourth member of Brand Nubian. Uh, I have an album coming out with Elder Sensei. That's called XL. Uh, that will be out in September. I also have an album which I'm really proud of, which is really deep secret with Cool Keith. I can't, sure. yeah. cool I can't wait Keith. for that. Yeah, we've done eleven tracks. I've, I've managed to corral Keith for eleven tracks, <laughs> and if anybody know Keith, that, that, that was that's, a, that's an accomplishment. That's definitely an accomplishment. That's an accomplishment. <laughs> I got Keith for eleven tracks so far. I also have a wine line, True Wine Connoisseurs. If you IG True Wine Connoisseurs, I have a wine line. We've been around for six years, and we got that the, on YouTube show. Yeah, we got a YouTube Wait, how show. Did, how did that start? It started because all right. I used to be in the studio with my partner, Will Tell, in Brooklyn. He's part of a collective called Brooklyn Academy back in the days. Mm -hmm. So uh, we used to record. One day, we didn't have no Hennessy. He bought a bottle of wine downstairs that he had. I drank it. I, I bugged out with it, started doing jokes, and went viral. What happened was we did a couple more of those. People start, wineries start sending us wine. <laughs> so we, we, we got the wine. Then one, it was a Gino Carazzi from... Pennsylvania, he had a winery. He was like, if y'all guys are ever serious about making wine, holler at me. We hollered at him. Uh, these last six years, we've been making wine. Like, our first grapes were sourced out of Portugal. We've had grapes sourced out of Orange County. We've had grapes sourced out of uh, Long Island. And, um, you know, it's going pretty good. We are up and running in 60 locations in Brooklyn, wow. in the tri-state New York area. True Wine Connoisseurs on IG. You can look at the episodes, watch the progress. We just did a trailer. I can't say for the network because that's the only thing. I, but mm -hmm. it's one of them networks that would take a show like that. Oh, just wow. think about one of them networks. Oh, okay. Okay. That would take a show like that. Uh -huh. One of your other rappers is on that network. There's only two that you can really think of. <laughs> what, what would you say? What network? VH1. Ooh. And what's the other one? Either VH1 and Vice Lab. Vice Lab. Uh, I'm not going to say nothing. We shot the trailer already. Y'all will see soon. Dope. All right, man. Thank you. What's that? Thanks for coming down. Mark Thank you. Also, Mark the Spark. Thanks so much. Spark definitely been there since the beginning. Before it was rap, when we just was playing basketball, playing and basketball, riding around, <laughs> and go his mama call, my mama call. We go to 125th, we hey. go all over. Definitely. <laughs> get fronts from Fordham. Definitely. High school, high school dances. <laughs> Word. Oh, yeah. Thank Shit. you, man. Good looks, man. Yeah, man. Thank y'all,